Thanks for listening to the Have A Word podcast. I want to tell you about our Patreon. Genuinely one of the biggest patrons in the world. Tens of thousands of listeners of this podcast have signed up, joined the Lid Army, because for as little as £3 a month, we've got one of the best value patrons in the game. Sign up at patreon.com slash haveawordpod, download the app, and you get a patron-exclusive episode every Wednesday morning. You want more of me, Adam, and Carl in your life, talking shit, getting weird behind a paywall, the patron-exclusive is what you need. You'll also also get discounts on merch there's also other benefits like first refusal on live tickets and you get the public episode 48 hours early pubes get it on a monday morning you get to watch it on a saturday morning but here's the big one that sets us apart we put the money from patreon back into these patreon specials they're absolute spectaculars and you get to watch the whole of the back catalog the now legendary lockdown lock-ins with ishan jamie steven tries johnny bongo and us where we put the cameras on get shit faced and it gets wild there's also the incredible ghost hunt one the ghost hunt two the last dance the half blind date live show the spectacular roast of adam and dan one of the best shows we've ever been involved in and coming up we've got a track day the lid olympics there's so much more on the cards sign up at patreon.com slash have a word pod you will not regret it help support this pod become part of something special as ever appreciate you enjoy today's episode it is brought to you by manscape.com the very best in below the belt men's grooming that's right our main sponsor is a pub trimmer. Enjoy. Now, I'm getting the word nuts. Oh, you think darkness is your ally? Cha! Upset me, nasty bitch! Disgusting! Wagwag leads, you're listening to the funniest podcast in the game with Adam, Dan, Sensei Carl, and Finn. Shut up, Finn, you good looking, big fingered Welsh weirdo. This is the one and only, the now infamous, the soon to be legendary. Have a word. Go, Ed, get on me. <laughs> in a second language. <laughs> how can I be surprised? Well, how can it be making me laugh? Of course. Of course, of course. Go for it. Where are you going? Mandarin. No. Portuguese? Spanish, I think. Oh, Espanol. Or French. I think they're the two most useful ones. Why? Why? Where are you going? France. <laughs> Spain. Well, with French, Spain's well useful. Yeah, because there's loads of people chatting that shit, and also yeah. French helps you in France and in Canada. Yeah, yeah, it does. There's no point in learning like Belgian, Belgian, the famous Belgian <laughs> language. Ah, uh, the amount of time I actually learned Belgian for the first three years of school. <laughs> Do they speak French? Speak French, German, and Flemish. Yeah. But also Belgian. I did three years. It was great. And then we stopped being... Hang on. They speak French and German. Like a combo. <clears throat> yeah, they all know both. Franco-Germans, it's called. I'll tell you what, if I'm going to make up a language name, got to do better than that. Franco-Germans. So do they all speak both? No. So half of them speak French, half of them speak French. Ah, Belgium's not a real country. <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. Waffle-making cretins. <laughs> <laughs> You're like fucking... Like a little gentle wart right in the middle of fucking Europe. 
<laughs> Don't even get me started on Luxembourg, those fucking continental Tories. Ah, it's just, they're just, they're like, you know, they're one of their middle bits, these countries, aren't they? I don't know. They don't have their own language. So French will help me in Belgium as well? Eh? Fra- mm. French will help. And a lot of Africa, because they colonised that yeah. French Guyana. Yeah. <laughs> the Côte d'Ivoire. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Coast. I wouldn't recommend it. No? I don't. I don't think it's not like, like, hello, it's good to be here mm. in the Côte d'Ivoire. Ah, yes. Oh. And the warlords will be like, oh, shut the law. <laughs> Put down the machine guns, everyone. We were going to be bandits toward him, but no, it's fine. He can be one of us now. You'd make a really good African bandit, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, great. So what are you doing? Rosetta Stone, do it at home. Bars. What? Are you, <laughs> <laughs> are you going? Are you going to a class? Duolingo Can't, on your phone. That's a thing. I just thought of Dua Lipa and a many, many supper assholes. Um, I I haven't quite thought it through that fire. I think you pay a. a we're doing all right. Just hit fourteen thousand patrons. Messi Boku, French, and I think you should get yourself a, a a private private language teacher, yeah, talking instructor, yeah, a, a French coach. I do want to do it in person. I think it'll be easier. I don't think I'll do it on the app. I think I'll just end up on Instagram. So I think I need to yeah. like hire someone, and I go to their little office, and they're like, "Hello, come in. I did you the Spanish." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The old Spanish language office. Is that on Matthew Street. <laughs> there must be one in town. Hello. <laughs> there must be one in town. Yes. Yeah. Just find the Mexican quarter. Maybe we could do like a a swap deal where I don't pay for it. I teach them English and they teach me Spanish. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean they've got a class. That they teach, but they want to pick up a few extra. You could teach mm. them Scouse. Yeah. I could do. Yeah. What languages did you do? Languages in school? German. Yeah. For three years, and then French to GCSE. Do you remember any of it? I'd, we've done it on the podcast. Danke. Uh, I mean, gehen Sie immer gerade aus. Go straight on. That's always been in my head. Apparently, it's very formal, and I do it weirdly. Camp gehen Sie immer gerade aus. Um, the Rat House is the town hall. Das Rathaus. And uh, the Jugendherberge, but as we know, I'm a nonce and I'm not allowed in youth hostels. So the Jugendherberge is, yeah, that's the only bits I remember, really. So you'd be fine in Germany if you want. As long as I needed a town hall, a youth hostel, and they were like straight ahead of me, I'm fucking so, fine. Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. So I need a French at GCSE. Yeah, wasn't as good at that. No. Weird little thing. My, my French teacher was my dad's best mate from school. When he always gave me a pass on everything, it was fucking class. Mr. Dent, him and my dad had been bezos at school. Monsieur Dent. No, he was just, he, was, he literally was just, he was counting the clock for retirement. He couldn't give a fuck. <laughs> I just loved his style. He was like, I'm not arsed, I don't care. <laughs> also, you have my mate's son. You can do what you want. I gave, I gave me a free pass on so many things. It was fucking great. We did Spanish till year nine and then not, not after that. And I think... At school, when you're learning a language, you don't really give a fuck, do you? No. It doesn't seem important. Unless you're an absolute pube. But how good would it be to be able to go on holiday 
and just be like dropping bars on these Spanish people. Do you know what I mean? They're looking at us like they haven't got a fucking clue what's going on here. And Honestly, I'm like, oh, it, una what? mesa para cuatro, por favor. Oh, oh. shit. That sounded Spanish, ese. <laughs> I honestly think. <laughs> I honestly think if you learn fuck French, it's gone. French is gone. That's nah, 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 nah. Spanish is where it's at. I could see you learning Spanish fluently. There's a whole like the whole of South America, or even just apart Mi from Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Yeah, Miami or Southside LA. Miami speak French. So Spanish. Yeah, there's loads of there's loads of they said something highly offensive. <laughs> there's loads of Spanish people, <laughs> Cubanos, Puerto Ricans. Oh yeah, you'd look. I think we're not really great. asked about them because they live in Miami, so they they know English, don't they? I'm not asked about them. Some of them, some of them. I think there's. I think they're pretty Spanish. Yeah, man. Yeah, because okay. a lot of them swam there. Sounded like I was being racist. I wasn't. A lot of Cubans have done the thing to Miami, haven't they? In a fucking dinghy. Wow, sounds like I'm basically yeah. being a American EDL. I've got really <laughs> right wing. But no, but it's true. It's the there's a huge Cuban and then there's Mexicans, Puerto Ricans. One huge Cuban. It was one huge <laughs> Cuban. Mark. Nice. I'm the Cuban. Alright, I'm Mark Cuban. <laughs> um I think you could be a drug lord within I'd say six weeks. Yeah. That's my rough estimate. That's okay. A signoro. What do you want to be called? Papi Ro. <laughs> There's some words I can't say. Papa Ro. Pa Shh. This is going to be confusing though, isn't it? What are you going to see live? Papi Roach? No, Papa Roach. We know uh, what Roach is from the lo from the lock-in. I was so drunk I pooed my pants. Cucaracha, isn't it? It's a cucaracha. See? I think you could do really well. Spanish drug lord. Because you don't do the product. No. You're not into it. I could be your private tester. But like then, won't, aren't they going to think I'm a fed? Nah. When they're like... Scouse lad turns up. When they're like, yeah, I'll have, have a line. And I'm like, I don't do it actually. Aren't they going to be like, he's a fucking busy in. A lot of the drug dealers I've bought from don't do drugs. Yeah. yeah but you haven't been on the Cuban border. That is true. <laughs> don't you know what? I am not willing to die on that border. Because you're right. I haven't been on the Cuban border, also known as the coastline. Um, <laughs> is this the Cuban border? It's just the beach. Just relax. Chill out. Have an ice pop. Um, good point. But I just, I think you could get away with not doing the product. You're a businessman now. You've got to be smart. You've got to get those deliveries over. Yeah. You know? Uh, anyway, genuinely, July onwards, Drug at the end lot. of this year. Oh, Spanish. I'm going to be fluent since... I, I was leaning towards French, but I think that's because I'm going to Paris on Saturday. So we'll go Spanish. I'll take your advice. Excellent. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to your journey. You yeah. know? And Once I've conquered that one, I, I just want to learn as many as possible. I want to be multilingual by the time I'm 40. Right. What's... So... Right, okay, cool. Busy 30s. Yeah. Because um, what I've just been watching you, career-wise, life-wise, over the yeah. last few weeks, thinking, you need more hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, there's not enough to do. Uh what other languages after Spanish? That's the exciting thing, isn't it? Like, where do you go? Arabic. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see any problem. I can't wait for you to whip out some Arabic. That'd be, That'd great, be good. Oh, it would be I'd good. like... What would it sound like? I think like? I've said this to you before. I'd like to learn, like, Cantonese so that when I'm in a chippy, I know when they're slagging me off. You yeah. know when you go in a chippy and you know they're like, 
with these fat prickies in here all the time. Yeah, the Mexican companies. <laughs> oh my God, we should really learn Cantonese ourselves. Damn this, we are the famous West Derby Mexican Cantonese. I hear they all the time, he fat bastard. Look oh. how fat and ugly he is. He always ordered some pepper chicken. I love you though, I'm sure. That we Look this fat fuck over here. What did I call you once when you walk in like, oh my God, here's the pension. <laughs> He's here again. Yeah, I want to know when they're slagging me off. Yeah. Because I feel like they are. Um, so, yeah. Cantonese. Mandarin as well. You know, hedge me bets. Um, Spanish. Arabic. French. German's a bit pointless, isn't it? Um, I mean... Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Germany's all right. Yeah. I like Germany. Yeah, but if you don't go to Germany, it's useless, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think Mandarin's a big one, isn't it? Because they're doing pretty well. Yeah, they're good for the inevitable war. That I just feel like if you knew the inevitable war. Oh no, not Russian. Fucking dirty bastards. Um, I think g- genuinely, how good would it be to be that guy who's got five languages? If you can't get laid and you can speak in five, like oh, God, you just go travelling, mm-hmm. wouldn't you? Yeah, so good at different. It would be good to like meet a girl in a bar, and no matter where she's from, be able to tell you that you want to pound her pussy. <laughs> It'd be amazing if you knew the language, but she was like, "Oh my god, you're a pig!" <laughs> Even though you know exactly how to say it, I fucking hate what you're saying. There's that guy, that guy that does the videos in Chinese. Yeah. just always entertains me when they're like, "What?" When he's like, which is exactly, it's actually, I yeah, learned yeah. that. Didn't want to see racist. Mean? I didn't want, yeah, it means, uh, can I have two first class stamps? Yeah. Nice. It's just a weird video that I watched. Yeah. But I learned it perfectly because I didn't want to see him racist when redoing it. Yeah. yeah. But I just love it when they're like, Can you imagine Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Uh, what? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Carl's not here, but you really stepped in, <laughs> stepped in nicely. Well, l- listen, keep us informed. Be amazing. If you could stay single, then learn the languages, you could box off some pum 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 or los pom pom yeah. from each continent. That would be so I've got good. one of those scratch maps as well. You know where you meant to scratch where you visited? It's just not nice imagery, is it? Scratchy, scratchy. I got a rash here in South America. I got a rash here. Yeah, okay. That would be great. You've heard of scratch and sniff, but have you heard of sniff then scratch? Nice. I thought, gonna, funny. I thought you were going to go scratch and biff. Ah, oh, that's good. Uh, that was better. Uh, yeah. See, we're workshopping. We always get uh, there. I like it, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Let me know how the, um, uh, you know, the Arab pum-pum goes. I'm sure that's going to be a right laugh. It'll be good, though. Oh, yeah, big fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Afghanistan. Those ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a bit of a moody ex. Just warning you. <laughs> <laughs> so, Finn is uh, controlling the old production. Just about. So, you know, it's going to be late. No, mate. I mean, we're paying pretty good money to other people, but they're not here, are they? No. They're not here. No. And we've never missed an episode. Apart from when we absolutely have to, finna gigs and whatnot. They're playing football at Goodison, aren't they? Yeah. Some some friend of a friend has hired Goodison for a couple of hours. Yeah. That's... I think it's a charity That's life, isn't it? They're raising money for the cars going to Barbados fund. Right, cool. I'm gonna need 300 grand. <laughs> he likes an expensive holiday. I'm so glad they got Steve for the charity match because that must have been massive for them. <laughs> he's the headline on the poster. Uh, he's the, yeah, yeah, the newly appointed business manager of Have a Word that people aren't sure if he's in shot or not because he's so small and he's at the back. Yeah, 
he's really going to help sell some of those charity tickets for a Thursday morning at Goodison Sold out, you know. Fuck off, it's not. It is? Yeah. First game they've sold out all season. No, it is sold out. But I don't... I don't believe it. I don't, I don't think, think they're selling tickets, actually. So technically it is sold out. <laughs> they just open it up to the homeless. <laughs> Still Can homeless he... people, they'd be like, fucking not. Things aren't that bad. <laughs> going in there. Here comes homeless John. Oh, like, I'm a fucking red. I'm not going in there. We've got soup. <laughs> just a fucking soup kitchen. While Steve and, like, Steve and Carla are like, living out the boyhood dream of playing at Goodison. Carl is going to be trying so, so, so hard. I would yeah. love to watch it. He's going to be doing all the stepovers, all the fancy shit. Yeah. I hope someone breaks his leg, it'd be great. Just the two foot of the knee. Jiggling that fat, fat ass. Yeah. PH. Did you see someone Someone said that they'd seen him in town based on his ass. Recognised him from his ass. Someone saw him walking up the street and knew just by the size of his badonkadonk and how, let's be honest, we've all given it a, you know, it's fucking, it's got its own postcode, that shit. Yeah. Like a fucking... On gravity, that ass. <laughs> uh, we were going to do a tattoo on his bum, weren't we, at the live show? But Dean cost yeah, too much. Dean didn't have enough ink. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking a beard all day, lad. I am. Um, I forgot to tell you about on this week's Patreon. I told you about the the weekend in Dublin. I forgot to say about the fight I nearly got into last week in Nottingham. Someone I saw tweeted about it and was like, "Can't believe you forgot to say about Nottingham." And you were like, "I just literally just forgot." Yeah. But it sounded eggy. So in Nottingham, Glee Club, second date there. Nice full. Nice. Um, there's two lads who were both podcast fans. So they're probably listening, although they might have stopped now. Um, I got there quite late because we've been recording here. I had to go straight there. So Thomas Green's gone on. And I was there when he went on, but I just stayed. I didn't watch him. I just stayed in the dressing room. I come off and I was like, how is it? He's like, yeah, he went, there was a couple of lads talking, but I told him to shut up. Thomas had said to these two lads, look, I'll put up with it because it's not my show. Adam won't. So just shut your fucking mouths when he comes on. Yeah. Yeah. So I go on and I don't know that that's happened really because I wasn't really listening when I asked him how his gig went. Yeah, it's not, as a comic, it's not big enough that Thomas has got to go, mate, I really need to let yeah. you know. Sometimes when you get to a gig or someone's done support for you, they're like, right, this is what's happening here. This is what's happening there. I'm never like that into that. No, okay. I'm not going to be like, okay, who's, I'm not working here. I'm doing my set. <laughs> but if it was big enough, he'd have gone, mate, you need to. I'm just letting you know that these are a problem. So I get like maybe 15 minutes in and there's two lads and they're not, Nottingham Glee is fairly well lit from the stage. You can see a lot of, the audience. And the light bounces off the big white glare yeah. at the back and it really lights them up. So stage right sort of in the middle of the room, like the, the middle band you would call it, I suppose. There's two lads just on the end before a uh, an alley in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A walkway. Actually, lads, what are you talking for? Shut up. And they're like, oh yeah, sorry mate, sorry. So then again, about 15 minutes later. <laughs> irritated for you. About 15 minutes later, I was like, lads, you're really, really, really doing me. I didn't know. And you, I can see everyone else around you. They all hate you. Like, everyone's going to start hating you soon. Just don't, or just, you know, just go and stand by the bar. And then you can have a chat. Or just leave if you want to leave. Like, there's just no point talking during the show. Oh, sh sh sorry. Another 10 minutes goes by and they're talking again. And I just, do you know when you've had a day 
Like yeah. you've had a long day. Yeah. Like to be totally honest, the show in Nottingham was brilliant and I really enjoyed it. Before I went on, if you'd have said to me, we could set the fire alarm off and you don't have to do the show, I'd have gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pull the fucking thing. Because yeah. I'd woke up. It was up, a long day, wasn't it? We were doing the full. But I'd woke up in London as well. So I'd been recording the documentary the full day before. Woke up in London, got the train here, did a full record here with Sarah Keyworth. And then I had to go to Nottingham straight from here. Luckily, you didn't have a Spanish lesson, but we'll get to that. <laughs> so I'm just, like, I'm on stage in trackies and a T-shirt. Just, you know, when you're just beyond giving a fuck, you're just like, I'm just doing my show, right? So I just wasn't in the mood for them. So on the third one, I just went, get out. I went, do us, do us a favour and just fuck off. And they're like, what? I went, don't act like I haven't already told you twice. And don't act like this is a surprise. I've told you twice already. This is the third time. Get out the fucking gig. I can't be arsed with you. If you want to leave now, and do it. If you want to leave now quietly, message me on Instagram or Twitter. I'll give you your money back for your tickets. Yeah. I don't want your money. I don't need your money. Don't ever come to a show again. Get out the fucking gig. And the room erupts because they all hated them. The room was just so irritated. It's irritating at a circuit gig. We've just come to see comics you don't know. It's a fucking tour show. So the doorman go over and ask them to leave, and the fella goes, I'm drink I'm finishing me drink first. And the doorman went, Well, you can finish that downstairs. We've got a different bar. So they leave. Carry on, do the show. Show overruns, but it doesn't matter. Everyone's having a good time. Good show in the end. I finish, do a little meet and greet inside the venue, take a load of photos. I come out the venue. And you know that like big weather spoons next door to the Nottingham Glee? Yeah. Well, they're there. Yeah. So I walk out the front door and one of them comes over and he goes, mate, sorry. Um, can I get a picture? And I was like, you want a picture? Sounds, yeah, let's take the photo. And Carl's next to me. Carl hadn't seen the thing. He'd stayed in the dressing room this night, right? So uh, I went, these are the ones who got kicked out. He went, oh, you're the ones who got kicked out. Why'd you get, why, why'd you get kicked out? And then at th by this point, his mate had come bounding over. And he went, because this fucking dickhead kicked us out. I bet you've lost your bottle now. And I went, I think he expected me. He's quite clearly a... a Really tall, bulky fella. And he's obviously a bit of a bully. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think But so. I'd rather lose a fight than run away from one. Do you know what I mean? And shit out. So <laughs> I don't think he was expecting me to do what I did, which was go, I haven't lost my bottle at all, you soft cunt. I kicked you out, and I will kick you out again. <laughs> and he was like, you were trying to save face in front of the audience. I went, no, it was nothing to do with the audience. Trying to save the show! I went, I hated you, and that's why I asked you to leave. And he's like, right, right. And then his mate, the one who does for the picture, starts trying to calm him down. And then he starts trying to be a dick, but it, it's really annoying him that it's not getting to me. Because I'm just like, the show's done. I feel relaxed as fuck now. I've had a long day. I just want to get back to the Geordie's Inn and all the Chinese food, nice. right? So he went to, what was the name of your supporter? Because he was more my thinking. And I went, Thomas Green. And he went, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was shit, right? And I went... I went, he wasn't shit. He was brilliant, actually, and that's why he opens for me. And he went, no, 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 I meant he's the shit. Like, he was the good one. And I was like, okay, cool. But then they just sort of hung around. So the two door lads, they come over, and they were like, we're not going anywhere, by the way. He was like, if this kicks off, you've got us. Don't worry about it. Not at all. And then we sort of wasted. They, they didn't leave, so then we left, but the doorman came with us. Oh, my God. And you were worried about some fucking Spanish woman on the front row who was pissed off that you didn't know the, the political problems with the Basque region of Spain. 
Yeah, but did I not tell you outside? <laughs> she got a knife out. She was like, this is for Eta. And I was like, what? The, the Spanish separatist movement. She went, no, your daughter. And then, you know, she went to stab me. I shot her in the face three times. I carry a gun now, you know, just that's not made up. Yeah. So. Fucking bell whiffs. Yeah. So one of them was all, one of them was drunk and talking and then was all right and realised he'd been a dick. And the other one was drunk talking and then tried to throw his weight around and just wasn't ready for the... One, he's probably the plus one, isn't he? No, they were both podcast fans. Oh. Oh. Well, luckily, nearly all of them are fucking quality. Um, but it's that's a story that very rarely happens on the circuit. Yeah. You don't often get into confrontations Kerfuffles. on the circuit. It doesn't... It doesn't happen loads. Like in all of your time, how many how many times have you seen someone stand up on a stage and square up to a comic? It's I've seen one guy do it on Steve Shanyaski at the Frog, and Steve, just like you, the guy got up and went, "What are you going to fucking do now?" The whole room's like, I think a bit in shock. They were like, "Whoa!" And the bouncers are only forty yards away, if that. They're at the front door. You, you can get there quickly. But not as quick as a guy who's a cunt in the front row. He's straight up the stairs. And I was watching at the back. I was so glad I was in the room, just, you know, for the human drama of it. I was like, oh, I don't know what I'd do. But this dude was big. And Shanna just went, fuck off, mate. It was quality. <laughs> fucking. You can see who's been to a school who's had to fucking just stick up for themselves, probably. Shanna's literally did not take a step backwards, looked up and went, fuck off, mate. And then just, I think it was just about to go. And this, I don't know what, my the imagery I've got in my head, it's just 12 years ago, probably, is just this guy getting pulled by the shoulder, fucking off the stage by the bouncers. And he was gone, obviously. But yeah, good on you, Steve Shannon. Because in that, you're exactly right. You can't be like, Bim -bim. you've got to stand up for yourself. I know I say I've never been in a fight. But in that situation, what are you going to do? Like, I'd If he swings, you might as well make yeah. it a fucking story that's worth telling. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that was Nottingham for the person. Good who... on those fucking bouncers. I Other than them. that, it's going well, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, there's not been, you know, loads of stories like that, has there? No. No. Newcastle was great. Middlesbrough was good. Although there was a guy in Middlesbrough who, like, he tried to start singing Jürgen said to me, you know, in the middle of the gig. Oh, dear. And I was just like... No, we'll no, try no. and stop him doing that in the middle of the pod. <laughs> Don't do it in a gig. Don't do it a gig in Teesside where there's a lot less Liverpool fans than you think. Uh, last night I did a, my second preview, proper preview, in Ambleside. It's Pete Otway's gig. Yeah. It, it, the Lily Bar. If you ever friends in, of the pod, friends of the hosts of the pod. Oh, my God. He's friends one of, of the producers of the pod. He's I a friend. Yeah, yeah he's, he's one of your best mates, isn't he? Is he? Hang on. Congratulations, Pete. You're a friend. I was talking to him on the way back. You know, when you're having a chat with someone, he's just, there's a lot of comics who are really good company, but kind of fuck ups. Yeah. Pete's just, he's got it together. He's a smart guy, isn't he? He's just, I, li I really like his company. And I, uh, yeah, he's a good lad. And he set this gig Shame up. about all the allegations, but I'm yeah, sure he'll Yeah, yeah, but apart from that, I mean, you yeah. know, you finger a badger once. He lives in the countryside, <laughs> isn't it? If anything, when you live in the Lake District, how do you not finger a badger? Yeah. They're always out there, big asses in the air. Yeah. You know, waddling, dirty bitches. <laughs> Even the men. Um, <laughs> the male badgers. No tea. Yeah, I walked from the hotel up to Lily's Bar, and uh, that was one of the nicest... In 20 years, I've done a lot of walks from hotel to... But when you're going past a lake, 
past like Roman fort ruins, pl- pl- like beautiful hillsides, the mountains, and then got to the Lily Bar. Interesting last night because uh, the guy who owns the bar had sold 15 tickets to his regulars and I'd sold 35 tickets to our lot on Skiddle. Yeah. I could have, if you'd have lined 50 of them up in a row, (laughs) they wouldn't even have said a fucking word. I'd have been like, you're a regular, you're one of ours, you're one of ours, you're one of ours, you're a regular. It was so funny because I want this show to be funny for plus ones. Maybe not from the Basque, but I want it to be good for everyone. There's going to be people who've seen me do stand-up, there's going to be plus ones, and there's going to be lids. And there's there's callbacks and there's references for the lids because without them... There is no previews. There's no tour. But I also want it to be funny. So fun watching this table of very friendly middle-class people who just finished a uh, a meat and cheese board, the antipasta board on wood, <laughs> and then just all of our lot in the middle. And they I were was just... thinking recently, by the way, meat and cheese board could be a euphemism for like a gangbang. A meat and cheese board. That's not. A, I don't think you ever need to include cheese as no. a euphemism for any form of no, sex. But some people have knob cheese. Um, yeah, but that's not a good thing, is it? So no, that's why it's it possible, work. though. That's all I'm saying. Right, okay. Do you want to come around my house for a meat and cheese board? <laughs> well, you're going to have to ask Graham to wash. Um, yeah, it was really w- fun watching. One of the guys was like, he looked like a fucking investment tycoon or something. Just so not what we're used to playing to the have a word. And at one point he went, <laughs> what is a lid? That's a fucking beautiful moment where he's like, I don't really know what's going on here. <laughs> what's a lid? I was like, it's a fair question, but it means you're never going to be one. All right? <laughs> so that's the future going forward. Yeah, really fun playing to not like very definite non-pod people and then our lot just watching, just me trying to get the show right for both people. And then one lunatic, because you have to have a lunatic at every show apparently. So you've had that fucking knob in Nottingham. I had the lady from Spain last week. Last night, there was a guy at the front whose caravan had burnt down two days before. One of ours? No, I don't know. I think, I don't even know if he was just, had walked in. I don't know who he knew, but he was like, ah, oh, sorry, mate. I was like, you're right, mate. He just, he's at the front. I he was like, sounds, I just- and I don't mean this to be racist, Irish. Right, so I did the, I got into my My bloody caravan's been burnt down. <laughs> oh, no. It's gone. It did sound. Who's burnt it down? I left the iron on. Me. Well, Jesus. Um, <laughs> he's like, no, my caravan did burn down. I was like, right. He was like, my house, my house burnt down. I was like, cool, your whole house. He was like, yeah, I live in a caravan. I was like, okay, now it sounds way more gypsy. Was that petrol bomb though? Like, just like. I don't know, but I just thought he was insane. How did you not ask this question? I, was, I, talk, I talked to him, but I was like. Oh, he's a lunatic. He's like, oh, yeah, my caravan burned down. <laughs> he's just giving off the vibe of like, I've killed a few people, you know, and then I burnt the caravan down with their bodies in the caravan. Clever. <laughs> and um, at the end, he was like, oh, sorry about that. Yeah, it's just been a mad few days. I was like, okay, crazy lady. And then he got a video out and showed me his caravan on fire. What a video. Unbelievable. Was he narrating it? He's just like, yeah, so this is the proof that my caravan burned down. I actually apologized to him. I was like, I'm so sorry. I thought you were just a fucking mental. So where was he living that night? Um, I don't know. Did you not ask this guy any questions? The guy tells you his caravan's burnt down. You didn't ask him where the fire started or where he's staying. It burnt down on a forecourt in 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 the area, like a petrol station forecourt in the area. And I was like, everyone, does everyone, everyone heard about a forecourt fire? And they were like, no. I was like, all right, cool. You're mental. You're clearly crazy. What I didn't do was like, 
where are you staying tonight? <laughs> Just in case you were, I don't have anywhere, sir. I was like, well, come on a beautiful walk down to the lake. <laughs> I'm in the Region Hotel, room 21. Like, he, I don't know, he would have been... Also, you can sleep rough in Ambleside. It's fucking Beatrix Potterland, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Full of homeless people. That's, that's what it is. No, but he'd be the first homeless person in Ambleside. They'd celebrate him. Have a three-bedroom semi within a fortnight. <laughs> no homeless people have ever got up the hills of the Lake District. Clever, that. You know, because you have to climb into them. Homeless people get to Lancaster that's, and like, fuck it. That's anti-homeless architecture, is it? That hill. That hill. <laughs> I'm going to watch that hand go up. Just up that way. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the trains didn't used to be able to get past the Lake District. Homeless people can't walk up to Ambleside. No. Fact. It's just fact. Verifiable fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the closest they'd ever had to a homeless person, a guy that's caravan had burnt down two days before. Nutter. So many fucking nutters. Oh, God. What have you got on this weekend? What are you doing? You've got the still still touring. Yes. Still touring hard. Where have you got? Uh, I've just got the one, haven't I? I've just got the biggest headline show I've ever done. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> that's tomorrow. <laughs> the biggest show of your career. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's this weekend. Yeah, but that's what I feel And like. then Champions League final. Because Paris seems more important. It's not, though, right? Adam. No, I know. Is it? But it seems... Because I'm doing the Philharmonic again next month, and we're not going to be in the Champions League final again for at least another year. <laughs> that's a good point that's a good point but I mean it's the biggest night of your career yeah it's kind of a, a bit of a it's a weird one that you get to do the biggest night of your career twice in five weeks isn't it yeah mm. it's exactly four weeks as well actually <laughs> how do you feel going into not the Champions League I, I feel like I can't hear about Liverpool although I'm I'm not even anti everything that's gone on I found myself following it I just I think I've hit my sort of like limit of like the, the Liverpool thing, which I'm sure you'll tell us about when you get back from Paris. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be a great story. But how do you feel going into the Philharmonic? 1,700 fucking people come yeah, really to see good. You. The shows, you know, it's really getting there. It's uh, be ready to film properly in a month. It's already at the point where audiences think it's perfect, but I know that there's still tweaks to be done. But how do you feel as a Scouse lad doing stand-up at the Philharmonic. I mean, how many Scousers have ever... How many Scouse comics have got to the... You must be in a, a very small group of people. Yeah, I, I haven't really thought about it too much. And I think it'll probably sort of sink in a bit tomorrow when I'm stood on the... Because I'm doing a sound check at like four o'clock. And like, hey, Will's coming down to video some stuff and Jack, our photographer's coming down with me at four. Um, it's going to be a... It's going to be... It's going to be really great to to do... Um, I'm really, really, really excited. I've thought more about it today than I have at any other point. Because not many people get to do this. At, never forget Scousers or like the fact that it's the Philharmonic Hall, which is, you know, iconic and whatever for Liverpool as a city. Not many people ever in human history get to go on stage and talk for an hour in front of 1,700 people. It's just, no. it's just not a very common no. occurrence. Like most comedians never get past the circuit and the ones that do get to do a couple of hundred seats or whatever. It narrows really quick, doesn't it? So it's it's an absolute pleasure and a privilege and I'm very, very, very much looking forward to it. Um, and, you know, we're doing it again next month. Have you got peeps coming down tomorrow night? Have you got, is this the one where you bring in? I've got a chunk of my family are coming down. This was the first one that went on sale. So a lot of my family bought tickets for this one rather than the one in June. So like I've got a few of my cousins coming down. Amy Little Brother's coming down. Are they all, like, chill about it? Or are they, you know... 
I I don't really know because I suppose they they must get uh, there must be an element of them where they're like yeah it's just our Adam he just fucking stupid stuff like mad because <laughs> like it's the same year that you've done an arena and like all of my family like even my granddad's like how many uh, how many pay pay subscribers have you got <laughs> like he's I know he doesn't get it but he's trying to he's trying to ask. How many patrons we've got? I don't. I don't think the film. Are they get? Are they getting it? Are they? Is it all just normal? Because you keep doing these massive things. So, like a chunk of my family came down to watch me tape live at the Apollo. So that they won't be blown away by the film on a hall because no. live at the Apollo to them it's a bigger venue and it's on telly. So to them that's probably a bigger deal. Yeah, to yeah. me personally, it's the other way around because it's easier to get booked for live at the Apollo. And that's not easy by any means. I'm not trivialising it. I'm very grateful that I got to do it. It's easier to get booked for Live at the Apollo than it is to sell 1,700 tickets. Yeah, there's a lot more comics have been on uh, Live at the Apollo than have sold 1,700 tickets for a show. Um, so Let alone twice. Like, to headline a room like this, you know, that that's that that's the privilege. And that's it's also the thing that the people in the industry makes them sort of go, holy shit, which is important at this stage of my career for sort of the next few steps that we want to take. I don't think my family necessarily are going to be as blown away by the film on a hall as I am. Because I'm going to be like, wow, look at this. They, they'll sit back and be blown away when we do the arena with the podcast in December. Because as far as they're concerned, there's no difference between it being my show and the podcast show. Yeah, them, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Um, and the podcast, like uh, several podcasts in this country now, is sort of greater than the sum of its parts. I can't sell the arena on my own. You can't sell the arena on your own. Carl certainly can't. I'm struggling, like, I to, sell, I'm struggling to sell Sandbatch in August. <laughs> Danspreviews.com. Um, so, you know, th they'll be sort of absolutely blown away when we do the arena and there's nearly 10,000 people there. <laughs> that's going to be somewhere else. Yeah. That's the one that's made... All of my friends and family go, huh? Like yeah. it, there's something about we are doing an arena and the amount of tickets we've already sold. God, there's fucking, there's more to sell, but we've done most, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't walk 100 yards in Liverpool without seeing but the, that's, the posters. But that's made my friends and family go, oh, this, oh, I sort of didn't, yeah, this is. Yeah. And my friends and family are also starting to see it a lot more because the, and th this goes hand in hand with selling these bigger rooms and putting arenas on sale. We've said this before with this room, and we don't want to keep banging on about our growth and sound like the most braggy cunts in the world, but also at the same time, I kind of do. We've just hit 14,000 patrons today on the day of this record. And to us, not much is changing. While we're still sat in this room in Runcorn, we're not doing anything different. It feels exactly the same as it did when we had 2,000. No, but when we first got this studio, we had like 500. I think when Carl joined, we had like 600 ish patrons and what we've done and the way we see the record is no different yeah. okay we've added two more people and they're not here today but it's normally carl when it, when when we had 700 patrons it was just carl then we had finn and then and then steer is now a part of the team as well but other than that very very minimal has changed we've got some cola cubes on the shelf that's a change <laughs> but the, there's no difference between what we've done in this room so it's hard for us at times to really understand how much we're growing. But this weekend in Ireland and being stopped on the street by people who didn't even know my show was on and they just see our clips all the time. And in Liverpool, it's non-stop. In London, we had to stop filming the documentary a couple of days ago when we were in London because people are coming up. Because the the awareness, and this is, as much now to me and you being 
good comics who can make each other laugh and put funny content out. And the amount of clips that Carl, Finn, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. Stay when there's slack to be picked up, like that they get out a clip every single day. No one else is doing that, and it's creating such awareness of who we are, as well as boosting our friends' profiles when we get them on the couch and stuff. But it looks the it's, same in the room. It looks exactly the same. It's like if you could see a crowd, like if uh, that's the mental thing. Yeah, if you saw how many people are listening, it's, it's yeah. Imagine if we could open that window and in the field that's outside that window there. Imagine if like fourteen thousand people were just like no, it's not, is it? One hundred and twenty thousand a week. Yeah, and, well that's conservative, it's, isn't it? Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's 120,000... Per episode is what I meant. Like, immediately. It's 120,000 audio and 120,000 on no, YouTube. No, no, 120,000 between them. No, roughly. I don't think it is, you know. It might be more, but recently it's been around that. Been no, around yeah, but that's only in the first few weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then it's... And then, it's, and then there's, like, all the backlog of yeah. that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I'm just going to check something here because I'm convinced I'm right, but maybe I'm wrong. And obviously, it's a faux pas to go on your phone during the record. Are you doing a stat check? Yeah. I'll, I'll do Podbean. You I've do got Podbean. Oh, you've got Podbean. Okay. Let Adam do it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so, so in, in the past seven days, we've done 120,000 downloads audio. <laughs> and YouTube manages it. So it's a quarter of a million people a week. Good fucking God. That's two Glastonbury's. Yeah, and these yeah. pricks are at fucking Goodison yeah. playing football for the homeless. What's more important? I call bullshit, Carl, with so, your fat ass. Thank you very much to everyone who, by the time this goes out, even on Patreon, will have already been to the Philharmonic Hall on the 27th of May. And if you'd like to come and see me there next month, there is about 150 tickets left there up in the rear circle. Uh, but there's no bad seats in that room at all. And you can get them at adamroad.co.uk forward slash shows. And that is the one on Friday, Saturday the 25th of June, that is the one we're filming and hoping to sell to or YouTube. Yeah. Um, and 1,700 people a night. Just a, just a little contrast. I'm doing uh, the Northern Dun Players Theatre. That's uh, on June the 16th. That holds 55. So yeah, Newcastle Underline, Ruffle. Stourbridge, Sandbach, and Skipton have all been added, including Hull. I mean, these are big rooms, big rooms, 16, 1700. Some of them are 80, you know? Dan's uh, previews, shut the fuck sorry, up, Finn. Danspreviews.com. Finn? I'm playing to 30 people tomorrow night, so, you know, we're all moving. Yeah? Yeah. Is it a meat and cheese board? Yeah. Oh, dirty. Bully. Are you playing a, a gangbang? Yeah. Would you do that if someone said, look, we've got a, we've got the, the annual real gangbang? Yeah. The summer gangbang. Mm. We just need some tunes in the background. What kind of tunes do you think they Let want? it be. Let it be. Oh, I can oh. do that one. Yeah. Yeah, let it be. It's good. Get back. Just Beatles. Beatles themed orgy. You know you want to. I would You'd love have that. to parody them, I think, and make them sexy. Go so, on. suck his dick. Suck his dick. Fist her ass and lick her tits. Come all over her face. Close her eyes. Close her eyes. <laughs> Come. You can't come on a girl's face with her eyes open. You're blind, the bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> 1,700 tickets. Twice. Blind, the bitch. Blind, the bitch. Look at the kid here. Um, thanks for your support, guys. The 14,000 feels pretty sweet. Right, let's have an interval, eh? I've been shagging all the women. Shagging all the women with my long cock. 
Will you still lick me? Will you still dick me when I'm 64? <laughs> I would. I've got a hard on. Ooh, and I'm gonna put it up your ass. Graham said to me, you know, I love to drink your pee, you know, he said so. I've just pissed on him and he feels fine. I'm so glad that he fisted my ass. I'm so glad. That was a silly, dirty end. <laughs> Poor old Graham. And Adam's dead. Oh, I'm always on the internet, me, but I wish I could be on the internet in a different part of the world. If only there was something to help, Adam. Well, you could fly somewhere, or you could travel there digitally oh. using NordVPN.com. That's smart. Makes sense. I actually used this last night. I watched the, the Villarreal versus Liverpool first leg backstage at Sheffield, uh, and I've got uh, NordVPN on my laptop, and what I do is I set it to Canada, and then I watch it via a Canadian broadcaster. And now that they're sponsoring our podcast, giving our listeners up to 73% off the packages with the promo code have a word by going to nordvpn.com slash have a word. You can literally set your location to anywhere on the planet and then you can watch, you can go to like, oh, I'm in America. Now you've got American Netflix. You can watch The Good wow. Wife, even though it's not on the British one anymore. That's what I want to Mad. Do. You can watch footy. You can watch the three o'clock kickoffs. It's revolutionized the watching of sports. Yeah, League One Al Jazeera, get on me. Absolutely. You can watch Mohamed Salah score goals in Saudi Arabia, and then you get the fucking sick commentary. Oh, no, no, goal, 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 goal. You don't have to listen to Steve McMahon doing all his ingings. Shite. NordVPN.com slash have a word. Promo code, have a word. Second section. Want to go to bed. Been ready for snoozy woos? Yeah. Been a busy few weeks, on it? Yeah. Tomorrow, mm. before me show, I'm going to go for a little spa. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are you going to have a good night's sleep tonight? No. What are you doing? Nothing. <laughs> I don't sleep well anyway. Not, sli <laughs> not sleeping too good? Lad no. on the plate. It's, it's, not it's, sleeping makes you feel mental, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel, I feel like weird today. I didn't sleep well last night at all. But tonight, I'm going to go home. Uh... <laughs> I'm going to stare at the ceiling until I pass out. And then tomorrow when I get up. So you've you seen the pile of washing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, it made so much sense. So I was like, yes, that's... Yeah. So what I did was I spent last night separating that into piles of T-shirts, jeans, and stuff that could be washed and dried and stuff. And then I got to the... I finished it, and I was like, why did I do that? Well, to what benefit? Because you're not going to wash it. No. So tomorrow morning... What I'm are you going to do with it? I'm going to take it to one of those companies that does it for you. Right. Are you going to hire a van or? <laughs> I've got my Range Rover now, haven't I? I can put right. the seats out in the back. I don't know. Range Rovers can do so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Look, Adam Rose driving to the Ukraine <laughs> to clothe refugees. Oh, no, he's going laundrette. <laughs> no. Yeah, so I'm going to get them to do it. They normally take about a week, but yeah, that's this fine. Is going to take longer, isn't it? <laughs> Oh my, I hope they're not Cantonese. They're going to be, oh my God. <laughs> yes, motherfucker. Yeah, there's a lot of washing. What I've been doing is coming home from a tour show, emptying me fucking suitcase, filling it up with new stuff and just getting off. I haven't had time to do anything. No, I know. Yeah, fair enough. So why aren't you sleeping? Not to get too into it. Are you just, is it just a buildup of stress or you just always been I've a bad just, sleeper? I've never been a good sleeper. Unless I'm drunk, and that's a dangerous train of thought, isn't it? <laughs> according, <laughs> according to Finn, you don't sleep too good drunk. <laughs> he sleeps um, great. I am the lizard queen. 
Yeah, what like often once I'm asleep, I'm sound. It's getting asleep in the first place. But my shoulder, like I get like anxiety that my shoulder's gonna pop out. So every now and then, my body wake, my brain wakes me up and goes, "Hey, just check your shoulders in." It is, yeah, okay. And let's try and go back asleep. Remember, remember <laughs> the, there's those letters. Oh, no, um, I've been uh, watching a bit of Joe List stuff on uh, Instagram. He's put a lot of a lot of his uh, show is cut up into clips. He's got a great bit about like I was on out on the road and. I rang my wife and I was like, oh, I can't sleep. And she was like, have you thought about masturbating? It's like, it's like she doesn't even know me. <laughs> As if I'd ring her before masturbating. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. I was on three wanks before I thought, I'll ring her. I do try and have a tactical wank sometimes. Ha, mate, if you can't sleep and you haven't pulled the pud, then I have no sympathy. <laughs> I can't sleep. Yank your plank. Come on, bro. What are you, new? Come on. Oh, come on. I've got sometimes I go for a nap just so I can have a wank. <sighs> no, that's not true. I really like napping. I feel sometimes I feel really dirty. You know what's really Mid afternoon if I just go for a wank and I'm like ah. I can nap really well. So like at night I struggle to get asleep and stay asleep. In the afternoon, I can go asleep and not wake up. Yeah. It's honestly it's like I'm talking to the grown-up version of my baby one-year-old. <laughs> this is the same problem. Laura's like, if we let him nap too much in the day, he just doesn't sleep at night. <laughs> I'm the same. Yeah. I'm the same. I can nap. I could go sleep on that couch right now and yeah. stay there till the exact same. midnight tonight. Yeah, yeah. At Maybe midnight you need tonight. to change your nappy midway through the night. I don't know. That's what we do with Jack. Yeah. It's my brain just going, hey, there's a park and fine that you've definitely forgot about, but you don't know where it is. So there's nothing you can do about it. So anyway, have a nice sleep. Go on. Oh, by the way, you need to send that information in. Oh, and Jürgen said to me, you know, <laughs> like, it's just constant. <laughs> like, I have to, what I have to do is I have to put a podcast or like something on my phone that my brain can focus on. I can't sleep with my own thoughts. Yes, I know. You have undiagnosed ADHD, Adam. Not, I, I don't think it's ADHD. It's fucking, like, it's not, it's not a dig. But this is, your head is tuned up. Like that, you, if you can't listen to your own thoughts and it stops sleeping, you have to focus on something else to not, like most people would be like, yeah, I can't listen to something because then I start concentrating on that and then I can't sleep. But you're the other way. It's almost like you need to do these sort of reverse. I think you've got ADHD. It's not a. It's not That's a problem. You're high functioning, yeah. mental. Yeah. But it's you know it's working out for you. Philharmonic. ADHD works out. Not when you need to sleep at two a.m. No bollocks. I haven't got ADHD. What have you got? Problems. You got problems. Problems I need to deal with that are in my brain. You got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. Jay-Z's writing for you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you're still single. Good on you, mate. <laughs> Done. The right thing. Because if there was a whole level of stress added, this will be even worse. Did you worry I was going to come out with my last one and get straight into another one? I join in <laughs> on a lot of the banter that Carl does. <laughs> I don't. You've been best friends for a long, long time. We've been working together for two and a half years. So when I join in on some of this banter, I feel like I'm like, you know, I'm jumping on the bandwagon a little bit. But I did feel like you'd got used to being in a relationship. And I've always been pretty mean about that. 
like when I was in my 20s and early 30s, I was like, I just watched a lot of people who were in shitty relationships because they couldn't just deal with the first three or six months of being single where you have to go, oh, hang on, I can't just use someone as a crutch. I've got to deal with my own bullshit. And if you get past that, actually, I think it's great. I think you're better in your own company. And in, in a weird way, you're, better, you're in a better position to meet someone new. Now, there is a problem that you can go too far down that road and go lone wolf. Yeah, and then, yeah. yeah. You're just, if I was still single now, that's it, isn't it? You t if you've spent most of your adult life single, you've got expendable income, you're in your 40s, fucking. Who, who's going to be able to tune into that marriage-wise or long-term partner-wise? But I thought you were going to just want to be in a relationship again, and you've not done it. And I think it's a, a positive thing. Not that it's important what I think. I just think from a mate watching you, You've got so much going on. I was just worried that a very hot mental would be like, you can fuck me if you want. And you'd be like, great, <laughs> great. I just thought there's going to be a crazy, beautiful lady when, but this is some good pum pum. And you were going to be like, it is moving. <laughs> I've got a penthouse. You can sleep on the pile of washing. <laughs> oh, Adam, you're such a gentleman. You let me sleep on the t-shirts. They're so soft. You can wash them if you like. I need a ring for that. Well, let's go to a jeweler's. <laughs> Adam, do you hear Adam in the mentals? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because she washed his clothes. He was looking for that kind of commitment. So, well, mate. Commitment. <laughs> you know, last night for the first time, I turned my dishwasher on. <laughs> I've lived this since February. Is there a pile of dishes as well? Yeah. Oh, no. It was just a pile of dishes that... And do who's in there? No, do you know what's really funny? check for, like, a hostage... Like, who's in there? For a big pile of washing and Madeline McCann's like, yeah, right? So <laughs> it's really funny. The dishes have been there for a while. And about three weeks ago, Thomas Green stayed in mine after the tour show. And when he left, he texted me and said, I've filled your dishwasher for you. And last night, I turned it on. So there's been dishes there for about three weeks on the side... And then they've been in the dishwasher waiting to be washed for another three weeks. And yesterday, I, fa I finally bought dishwasher tablets. You do what you do. Oh, my God. So, yeah. you know... That's exceptional laziness when you've got a box that does it for you and you won't even go, boom. <laughs> Good job I've not got ADHD. Oh, God. <laughs> Just turn it on, Adam. Jürgen said to me, he said, don't turn the washing machine on. <laughs> Recently, when we went boozing, you were like, yeah, you can stay at mine. And I was like, ah, no, I'll get uh, an overpriced taxi back to, to the hotel. Would have been way easier. Slightly worried that I'll stay at yours, wake up and start cleaning. <laughs> Why do you think I was asking you to stay? <laughs> For the company? <laughs> if we can't monetize our chats, we don't do them. <laughs> Yeah, I just I think I'd start tidying. Hmm. I really would. It's been, do you know what? Up until oh. the last six weeks, it's been very well kept. I've done well. Like I actually, I've yeah, I've, I've passed myself pictures. on the back. It's been fine. The past six weeks have been so chaotic with work. I when I'm in the flat, I just sit down, and then I'm like, right, I need to pack for tomorrow. So I throw clothes on the floor and fill me bag with clean yeah, clothes. You do need a cleaner. You need a housekeeper. I'm getting a cleaner. I think you might need a level up from that. I think you need a housekeeper who does sort of, yeah, it's going to cost a bit more. Mm. So we got cleaners. 
It's really good. Slightly annoying when two days later the house looks t- untidy, but that's fine. I've got to go over that because <laughs> we've got kids. It's not, it's fine. One of the downsides is on uh, Monday they came to do the cleaning and they got uh, to the house at midday. I was in the garden office. It was sweet because I can see them potting around and I don't have to be like, yes, I do do stand up. Oh, we do a podcast. Well, let me tell you what a podcast is. Um, uh, I needed a shit. Hang on, please. <laughs> I needed a shit. I needed a shit. <laughs> I couldn't. It's just a really bad situation where you're like, oh, they've just got to the house. Do you know when I oh, have my I tape? haven't got the control to be like, oh, they're here for an hour and a half. And then I'll go, I haven't got that anal dexterity. When I had my cleaners at my old house, I, I needed a shit when they were there. No. I, I drove no, we, to Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, good. Oh, so, right, okay. I drove to KFC. Now, here's a little advice. If you ever need a, an emergency on the road plop, Go Starbucks, don't go KFC. Because what I did was I went to KFC and the KFC in Chester is down on the retail park and it's not a good one. Like, it's not a good one. It's not nice. It's all right. They're friendly, but it's just a bit minging. The toilet, there's no lock on the thing. It was just, there was a guy in there and I don't like letting rip when there's a guy washing his hands. So, oh, it's just a bit grim. Then I went out and I was like, oh, fuck, I'm in KFC. So I got... Five boneless, <laughs> boneless, you know, the four pieces of yeah. boneless chicken. Sat there, ate it. Needed another chef. Needed another chef. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fucking grim. I was like, why have I come to a place to have a horrible shit? And then be like, I'm going to eat some fried chicken. Let that shit hit my tummy. My stomach's like, what the fuck you doing? Do you ever for? feel the need to keep an eye on your cleaners in case they rob from you? I was always worried about that. I was always like, what are you doing over there? Oh. Cleaning or stealing? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, they they don't seem very pinchy. No, they seem very nice. They are ge- genuinely very nice, and like, they do a fucking great job as well. Whenever they turn up, I I let them know straight away. I tell, look, I'm going to be keeping an eye on all of you. Listen, hey, you at the back, I'm going to be keeping an eye on you, and I've got hidden CCTV, so keep your fucking fingers in your pockets, okay? Yeah, good girl. How do they clean? Just put the fucking. Put the duster in the, between the teeth. Fingers in your pockets. <laughs> a fucking duster on the head. Mr. Roy is very mean. <laughs> I'm not allowed to use my hands. A figure of speech. Oh, right, 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 right. At the back, just, I'm just tracking back. <laughs> a lot of them, is there? It's normally like five. a fucking platoon of cleaners. You in the back. Hey, come on. You used to send between three and five women. Three and five women. Yeah. Fucking but you'd pay for like an hour, but you'd only get like 12 minutes out of them because there's five of them. Checks out. Yeah. So you pay for an hour. Yeah. It's expenses. Blast it. Fucking blast it. Yeah. Like it. They just do 12 minutes and then there's four of them waiting and the next one starts. That's good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we just have two. I don't need, you know, it's not like standing room only for the cleaners. We can... Don't go for a shit. Right, uh, we did uh, last week. We did uh, mad. I just do, do, do this quickly. We're bad for this. We do things, then forget we've done them. But I've remembered. People yeah. have got on the weird toppings and weird food combos. Quickly, you can sit in judgment on this, like a confession. Is it noncy? Is it fine? All right. Yeah. Aiden says wag wag lids. After being with my missus for a few weeks, she made me a Sunday roast, and out of nowhere, there was ready salted crisps on the plate. I thought it'd be minging at first. 
but it's actually surprisingly good. She said her nan used to put them out when they had a roast. Ever since I've tried it, I'm all for it. Food judgment. Ugh. Do whatever you want with your food. I'm not really asked if you want to do it, but this is fucking stupid and I actually don't believe you. You're a liar. <laughs> Adam just sort of backtracked to where we need him to be. And let's just live your life. But actually, go fuck yourself. Bradley says, Wag Wag Lids, my weird food combo has to be a strawberry jam sandwich on shit white bread with cheese quavers inside. Gives a cracking crunch. Cheers from Brad. Let me just add to your name, Brad. Brad the paedophile. Quavers on or add on, butties? But, I mean, st strawberry jam butties. Ay, ay, ay. I've never understood the old uh, the jam or jelly on a butty thing. Butties are savoury for me. Um, Yeah, it's... I mean, it's funny though, isn't it? Because in the morning, toast and jam's yeah, nice, does isn't it? it? Does it change when it's toasted? Yeah. What about... Because have you ever had Nutella on toast or that sort of thing? No. You completely just butter... Yeah, you've never been a jam margarine. man. You've never been a jam man. No. You almost don't take in any fruit of any type, do you? I do like fruit. Looks good. <laughs> but, but to eat, to consume, <laughs> I love I love a fruit bowl. Do you know what Stick. I actually? Do you know what I've noticed, right? Do you know what I've actually noticed? I really enjoy a lot of food that's good for me, but I don't crave it. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So I love vegetables. I really like salad. Like a chicken salad that I've made. Like, I really like it with a bit of seasoning and the right sauce. Fruit, bananas, apples, oranges, the list goes on. <laughs> <laughs> Come quat. Grapes, pomegranate. Honestly, I really enjoy it. But just... my brain is never like, hey, show what we fancy. Pomegranate. My brain will go. Why don't you have three big bars of galaxy for your tea? Oh, it's and the convenience. The it's the yeah. convenience. It's the preparing the fruit. No, but you don't need to prepare fruit. Yo, you no, you, you shops have, have done this for you. The pomegranate, you don't. No, shops, you just get a tub of it and you can just eat it. Hey, shops know that we're lazy, dirty people. Then you get it. They it's add like three quid onto the price for a slice of no, pineapple. Yeah. Oh, all right, you've had a pay rise. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> is this the cost of living in Rills gone up? Behave. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, when I start eating healthier, which, as, as we've already discussed, I'm going to start doing next Tomorrow. week. Tomorrow. Manana. Ne next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> next week, once I'm back from Paris, I'm on a health kick, oh, and I will yeah. really enjoy the meals. I really will. But... <laughs> I've got a bit of grass there. That's how like I was getting emotional. If he talks about pomegranate, he fucking goes. That's what he's always I'll, like. I'll really enjoy it. Don't get him on water. I'll balance. enjoy me grilled chicken and veg with a bit of brown rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will really enjoy it, but I don't crave it. What I do crave is Mackey's, KFC, Chippy, yeah. salt and pepper chicken. And you, Yeah, you've got to stop the booze because no one in the history of drinking has woken up sore-head, dehydrated, hungover, and gone, oh, really fancy some melon. It's just not happening, is it? Oh, I just, I just want a mango medley. It doesn't happen. You want... Salt and carbs and cheese. I'm turning myself on a little bit. Yeah, I wonder what it is. Wouldn't life be great if the things that you crave were healthy for you? Someone should invent that. If we could just have a bit of cocaine with vitamin B in. You know, let's have some health. No, I, you, you're absolutely right. It's it's a fucker. Imagine if there are some st like strawberries, some fruit. Is really lovely. Like, if you've got a sweet tooth and you're trying to be healthy, like, there are some really, like, sweet, 
like, I don't know, they're not quite the same isn't it, sweet. Isn't it always better when you make it more unhealthy, though? Like with strawberries, yeah. you put sugar and cream on it instantly, better. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I've been getting really into Haagen-Dazs recently. What flavour? Our local co-op's not great for stuff. It's one of them small ones. It's just had Haagen-Dazs on, on offer. And then I, I noticed the, there's like a box. Get, yeah. There's like a box of four little Haagen-Dazs. The salted caramel, the caramel selection. And I was watching Solar Opposites, the Rick and Morty thing that I was talking about. Just got back from hot water. You know Dean's hot water gig on a Monday. You're on stage. You're off stage at 7.45. Chatting away. I was back well before nine. And I live in Cheshire. I was like, oh, I'm going to watch. I just went over to the shop. Four little oh, solid caramel, chocolate brownie and caramel with vanilla ice cream. Fuck me. It's so good. Just like a fatty little patty. Love it. Imagine if that was like good for you. She works on the till. Fatty little patty. There's a lady that works on the uh, till called <laughs> From I feel like flirting with her just to make, I don't know. She must be, what, 58. <laughs> Selling fucking salted caramel Hagen's. I was like, I hope she I'd love to it. salt your caramel, bitch. Okay, I just realised <laughs> I've used a real name. <laughs> I really, really respect the work you do on the front line of co-op. Get your rat out and I'll kiss her. Oh, for no. You. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Kiss you right on the pussy lips. No. Now we have to edit out the name because I have to face this woman. <laughs> I have to face this woman. Fl- your I have to- all shiny in it, love. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> you big, dirty co-op worker. You big, dirty co-op worker. <laughs> When Adam sleeps well, his dirty talk really goes out the window. Talk dirty to me, you fucking knob. That you smoke a mean pole. Yeah. Good. That's the end of the food ones. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Did it hurt, love? When, when you drop that box on yourself in the storeroom. <laughs> Yeah, that's a work-related injury. Sorry, I was trying to flirt. <laughs> Did it hurt your ass when you sat down too quick? Because I shat myself on aisle three. Is your dad a thief? Or is that someone else leaving with a leg along? <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> Uh, people need advice And Adam Always. gives great advice And he talks dirty really well Fucking dirty co-op bastard <laughs> Right, anonymous I uh, have an agony Adam And it's a serious one A couple of years ago Me and my best friend slept with each other After a night out Both lads However, we carried on for nearly a year Sleeping with each other Until he got a girlfriend a few years later, drunk, I told someone that I thought I could trust and they outed me on Facebook, tagged me in it as well as his girlfriend at the time. So now I've come out as bisexual, I lost my virginity to him and now I'm happy, to set, uh, happy, but to this day he denies it and all my mates are split down the middle choosing sides. What can I do to make the situation not awkward for my friends? Please keep this anonymous and love in the pod. This is juicy. Oh, this is... This is, uh, oh, this is a juicy monster. Um, so they were, they were bump, they were having sex. 
Sorry. You're going to say bumming. Yeah, well, they were bumming. Yeah. They were bumming. Well, we don't know that. They might have just been sucking each other off and licking each other's assholes. We don't know. He lost his virginity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it could have been a bum or virginity. I think it was sex, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So they've, and then they've kept it going for a year. That I tell you who's the fucking rat in this. Whoever put that on Facebook, that's some fucking horrible shit. That's some nasty shit. However, also... I don't know if I was young, would I not have been like... Bleh. That lad who's wrote in shouldn't really have told anyone. If that was a secret between them two, he shouldn't have told the person who put it on Facebook. Hot. If I sucked you off and you told Finn, I'd be fuming with you. Yeah. I'd be fuming with you as well, you know, for sucking me off. I just came round to clean. <laughs> no, but if we both fucked, right? Yeah. And you told... I don't like this game. <laughs> Can I just... Ring for a blowjob. If what? we both fucked... Yeah. And you told Steve Shanyaski before you told me you were going to tell him. He'd be like, fuck off, mate! <laughs> like... I'd have every right to be upset. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Can and we? I'd deny it. Yeah. I'd deny it. Oh, would. would you? I'd be like, Dan didn't bum me, and I didn't bum in. He's a liar. Yeah. We struggled to get the podcast back on its feet, wouldn't oh, it? We would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just before we go to the I break. Think we should Adam make, did bum me! <laughs> I think we should make a pact right now to never buff fuck. You know what? If if I wasn't so now naturally homophobic, I'd shake your hand. Yeah. Can't do that. I don't, can't do that because yeah. you might try and fuck my hand. I know what you're like. Um, yeah, I think just for the best of the business, do you want to witness this? Yeah. And everyone watching. No buff fucking amongst any staff members unless oh, we hire a woman who wants no, to fuck me. No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm not willing to make that commitment. Carl's just, you know, uh, who knows? You haven't got the cock to find this bum hole through all that ass. I know, but what if, you know, I get lost in Liverpool one night and I need somewhere to sleep just on one of them butt cheeks? <laughs> Safe, like a little mermaid, like a fucking Sefton Park. <laughs> um, yeah, let's make that promise to each no, other. No, bumming. No, okay. I won't bum you. You do don't you know bum me. Do you know what? I'm so glad that we've that said this. Yeah, again, is a red. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're not bumming me instead. You know, because the season's coming to end with Liverpool, and you're going to be looking for things to do. Yeah, I am. I just don't want it to be me. I want it to be the Spanish language. Yeah, because if you fuck me, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. So. Honestly, I'm so, because after two and a half years, I think there's been an undercurrent of like, this guy's going to fuck. Definitely. I think I'll, we get a, a lot in the comments, like, are you going to lean in? So great. Good. That's real clarity, that. But oh, I'll say this on. right now. Hang on. Right? What? Second pact. If we somehow fail on the first one, yeah. it stays between us. No. You can't tell anyone we've bummed if it happens. Right. Why are you ashamed of me in a, in this imaginary bumming? I'm not ashamed that I've bummed you or that you've bummed me. I just think it would be better for everyone if nobody knew. Well, that makes me feel really bad about this imaginary bumming. <laughs> Brilliant. Great. Well, that's now my confidence gone. Okay. Good. The gaslighting has begun. <laughs> I haven't even fucked yet. I'm already inside your head. Now you want me. Well, that's not where I want you at all. Now you want me. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Oh, oh Finn. <laughs> Oh, can you edit that out as well? Um, can you edit my name out of this? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, good. Cleared it up. What's the question? I've gone blind in one eye. <laughs> oh, God. Um, do you remember when we were talking about Hagen dars And 
Um, a co-op cum guzzler. So. <laughs> such a fucking penis. This is why I'm not fucking. Uh, what's he? <laughs> there's nothing you can do here, kid. This is a bad situation. And in all truth, you've been fucked over. <laughs> you've uh, you've taught someone you shouldn't have taught to. I know that's hard, but if he doesn't want to be outed, it, I know it makes you look like you've lied. I think for your own happiness, you have to sort of let this one go and just know in your heart what happened. Or get him drunk and record him a bit into it. Oh, yeah. Or bum him again <laughs> and record it. I mean, yeah. Which is well, illegal. That, yeah, that, which is illegal, tag him in. Not on Facebook, because you're not a fucking flag nonce or a nana. Get him drunk and get him to just just break slightly. Where he's just he's like, look, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start telling people that I was lying because I want you to be able to, you know, carry on with your missus and, and live the lie because I love you and that's what you need to do. But could you, and you just, just, and could you just, just say clearly into camera one, <laughs> we did have loads of bum sex. Because just for me. Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, con him. So wear a wire. The... Wear a wire. Yeah. Wear a wire or fuck him in the ass and film it. Your, your choice. Yeah. Gavel. Or just let it go. Let it go. <laughs> oh, a gentle gavel. Yeah. That's really a considerate gavel. Mm. What was that? <laughs> Give him your gentle gavel. Sort of makes sense. Bum him slowly. I can't wait for it. So can't wait. We can, can you just get bum him slowly in Spanish? Because I think this podcast is going to... Is gonna, bum him slowly. I tell you what, when you learn Spanish, I don't know if I'm not going to be like, just did it for me. Is the screen on? Or do you want me to no, say no, it? you just say it. Tell us what it is. Quemalo lentamente. Quemalo lentamente. Bum him slowly. Let's see, see. Muy, Can you put "Let It Go" in Spanish? I was the explicit version of the Fugees song. Well, bombing him slowly with his cock, <laughs> bombing him slowly. The hello ear with his cock. What? Can you stay the TV on? I want to yeah. read this. In with his ass, bombing him slowly with his car my friend for everybody's sake but for your heart dialo ear dialo ear strumming his car dialo ear Putting his jizz in his hair. It's been really sensitive how we've dealt Bombing with that. him slowly with his car. You know, because there's two white slowly. straight men, for now. You know, <laughs> I think that could have been done insensitively on this podcast. But I think we dealt with that with a very, a deft touch, didn't yeah. we? If only they'd have had that agreement beforehand. What? The same agreement you had. If they'd had that, we're not going to do this, or we're not going to tell anyone. They'd have been fine. Yeah, I don't think you get drunk and fuck your mate after a night out when you're both straight lads. <laughs> and be like, hey, whoa, 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 let's get a pact. I think I think you just get drunk and start touching dicks, don't you? Packed coffee in this next ad break. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about packs. Pack coffee when you've bummed your mate. Oh, that you don't want that. When you've you? bummed your mate, but you're tired the next day from all the bumming. Wake yourself up with packed coffee. We've made a pact. 
that we need to wipe <laughs> ourselves off. I think we've just lost the sponsor. <laughs> Laura loves them, by the way. <laughs> Laura really loves them, and she loves bumming men. <laughs> I'll be into it. Packed coffee oh. for all the gay men out there. <laughs> Pegging me slowly with her cock. Pegging me slowly. How far down this do you reckon you could get if you sat on it? Do you reckon <laughs> you get all of this up your ass? Oh my God, it's like a reverse children in need, isn't it? Here we go, here we go, here we go. We're up to 20,000. <laughs> We're down to 30 centimetres. No, I've got quite a loose um, uh, arsehole. Not loose, shallow. shallow. I've got a shallow arsehole, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only interested in people's looks. Your asshole will not take the dick of an ugly man. It's like, no, I'm shallow. I want a fit man or none at all. Very sensitive. They are low. Yeah. See? See. Anything else? No. It's time for a break. <laughs> I make a pact to have a break. <laughs> we need call back. I'm not saying something. All right, lids, want to tell you about one of our sponsors. It's Pack Coffee. Make a pact to drink better coffee. I don't drink coffee. Laura does. She loves Pack Coffee. We got some delivered. She's into it. You like Pack Coffee? I absolutely adore it. You can always tell when I've had a coffee when we're in the studio because I'm quite sort of quiet and reserved until I've had one. And then as soon as I've had a Pack Coffee, they call me Chatty Chatty Bang Bang. Call to action. This is 50% off your first and third offer plus some pods. Make a pack to drink better coffee. If you haven't tried pack coffee yet, we'll help you get started with 50% off your first and third order when you create a new pack plan. Enter the code... Word 50. At checkout. There's so many reasons to love this coffee company. Like, they put the names of the farmers on the bags. We've told you this before. You love that bit, don't you? I do. Because I think it's really nice. I think that's... Like, if you go to another, like, big chain of coffee, Who's you don't know that John the Farmer has made this coffee. No, John you don't coffee. know. You couldn't possibly know. Hang on. What was the name of Keith, Gary, Barry, Ian, Leo? Who made me coffee? Gary Pack coffee. coffee. Let you know. Enter the code WORD50 at checkout. You can also use this offer on their brand new and improved coffee pods. We got some delivered. Laura absolutely loves them, which come in their classic bourbon cream and fruit and nut espresso flavors. For these, packed to use controlled oxygen levels. You love oxygen level controlled coffee, don't you? I, do you know what? I often walk in, if I'm not at home and I haven't got access to me packed coffee, I walk into a coffee shop and I'm like, did you control the oxygen levels? When you were making this, and they were like, "Fucking yeah. better have." And is it made by Martin or John or Gary? And if they're like, "No, we didn't," I'm like, "Be gone! Keep your coffee, for I am going home for a cup of packed." Enter the code word fifty at checkout. Nice one, lads. Chatty, chatty, bang, bang. Part, part three. Part what? Part three. Nice. It's part three. I'll four. We always do four sections. <laughs> Just don't we? Lo I love it how you do the little bit of accounting on the numbers. Three of four. Yeah. Shane Todd's here. Hey. Good to be here, lads. Thanks for having me. Thanks Proper podcaster. So sort of, I did your podcast last week. Yeah. Tea with me. Yeah. It's called. And yep. you know, I'm having tea with you again. I'm having coffee. You're having coffee. I want a tequila. A tequila. Yes. I want a tequila. I don't know. I just saw it. You did. It's you know, if Laura ever divorces you, you, you do realise you're going to become a full-blown nice. alcoholic. Oh, you're really doing it? Oh, yeah, I'm having a ah. yeah, 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 yeah. 
And a tequila? Yeah. No, <laughs> not a big one. Just a little, you know. Just, just, just like forty a, mil. Just an M fifty six tequila. <laughs> Dan's coming out boozing tomorrow. Oh, nice in Liverpool. Have yeah. you like tequila, Pilar? He's gonna come and watch me tour show. Yeah. Actually, no. We can tell them now because they. Oh but, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna get him up. I'm just gonna get him. Thomas oh, nice. Green's opening, nice. but I'm gonna get Thomas to bring Dan up to do a little surprise set as well. I was gonna say it's nice to be at a mate show when you're a stand up and not have to worry about the pressure of being on. <laughs> the first time I did uh, the Waterfront, which is a cool venue in Belfast, my mate Dave was sort of sat side of stage, but the audience couldn't see him, but I could see him, and he's obviously being like pretty quiet. And he was having a few drinks because he wasn't working, and at one point uh, I was like setting up a closer, and I, it, it's like real quiet. And he did like a ring pull of a can, and it like because that venue's <laughs> built for like con- like the acoustics are unbelievable. Yeah. So he did that, and it just it just vibrated <laughs> around the entire arena. Just one man cracking a can of Stella, <laughs> and I saw him out of the corner of my eye, and I was like, "You fucking piece of shit!" <laughs> Most important gig of my life. Because he's seen he's seen the bit. He's like, "All right, I like this bit." Yeah, none of the suspense. I don't know if you're hundred percent aware of this. You know, like in Liverpool, right? How there's more than most of the cities on the mainland of the UK, local acts can sell a lot of tickets. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's not like a, the big fucking Sheffield comedian is selling whatever. No. Like, do, do you know what it's like over there? Tell him how many nights you're doing at the, is it the, Grand, is it the, the Grand Opera House? The Grand Opera House, yeah. How many nights are you doing? Nine. Shane? Nine. It's wild. It's wild. <laughs> and like, I just add them and go, this is not right. Like, at, at some point, this will end soon. No, yeah, because you'll have just sold it. a ticket to everyone in Ulster. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, you could get into the specifics of working that out, and it would be, like, one in every hundred people or something like that. So, when you're right, okay. So, that's Belfast. Yeah. Jesus Look at that. Christ. And also, like, that should definitely be for, like, Pavarotti and stuff. <laughs> you know, like, like, like... Amazing oh, stage stuff, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. It's yeah, a thousand, like, thousand capacity. The so, guy who yeah. built that and designed it had no idea <laughs> that you were going to be on the, that stage talking about your car. Yeah. Like a hundred years later. Well, you got, so w- when you tour, you yeah. obvi- just, I'm t- just talking Ireland, you're yeah. doing 9,000 <laughs> tickets in Belfast. Yeah. Is that, you know, is that not, it's not in a nine day run? No, it's it's split up into two. So Can you imagine op- that by getting day seven? Like, oh, it's just <laughs> fucking boring, this. The thing about Work again. Like, I've tried to get into the operation for ages, but it's hard because they have, like, runs of shows, of, like, proper stage shows. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, yeah, we haven't got nine gaps, Shane. <laughs> That's also a problem, isn't it? But you have to move for, like, yeah, shows yeah, that'll yeah, be there for yeah, three yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. And it's always, like, an, a stage production involving, like, an ex-boy band member and a superstar. Like, it's, like, it's, it's like Anthony Costa... And Chesney. You know what I mean? It's always like, <laughs> there's a formula to it. It's always like one of each. Those cunts book in early, don't they? Yeah. Well known for it. It's Ben from A1 and A&B. Like, it's always just two guys doing a weird production. So, uh, half the runs in June, I think. Spills into July a bit. And then September, October kind so of time. So, just well. for me, because I love this sort of stuff. <laughs> when you go down to Dublin, what are we doing? Oh, <laughs> it drops off. Quite <laughs> but like Belfast, we'll call it the sweet spot. Um, right. Dublin, I maybe do like, I could... Off the top of my head, I reckon I could do 150. 
Wow, <laughs> you are the king of. So what about in Northern <laughs> Ireland? What about what about Derry, London, Derry? I well, don't know what to say. By the way, I did both. I don't. Uh, I, yeah. try, I listen. I'm playing there September the third, and I am walking out to the national anthem of the United Kingdom because of this prick. And I am not trying to piss anyone off that's driving in from Derry, truck London, Derry. Yeah, yeah. You know that. We're, weirdly, in Derry, they that's where they care about it the least. You would think, like, they're real sensitive about it. They're actually, I think, quite easy going about it. And most people in Derry, no matter what, I think say Derry. But it's like cool. this, this myth about it from outside. But, like, you're, you're English. So you'll, I mean, you'll be fine. Don't, you have nothing to worry about. Yeah, yeah, Say yeah. London, Derry. Do the national anthem thing. No worries. Uh, yeah. Where are you staying? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you after. <laughs> I'm actually running home. <laughs> So weirdly, I'm going to be swimming for a bit. Run, swim, run. It'll be fine. Weirdly, I'm I'm doing the Millennium Forum in Derry, which is about 850, but I've never sold well there before. I could do like 9,000 in Belfast and move 15 miles outside of Belfast. There might be certain towns where I couldn't do 50. You can't even go to the shops. No. You can't even go to the shops in Belfast. If you just go slightly down the road. Slightly out. Just I'd out. Struggle. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing Armagh, which is probably 40 minutes away. And... You know, it's it's good numbers, but it's like it's way slower. But it's just people go to Belfast for their big night out. For yeah, if they're yeah, going to yeah, see yeah. a tour show, they go to Belfast. So you loved it. I can't wait, man. I've done the Empire twice. Once when I wasn't ready, and they let me yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they let me know. Yeah. And the second time I was older, better comic, you and it went well. Yeah. It's 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 like here, like we were talking about differences between Belfast and London in terms of comedy. Good com- Belfast now is becoming like a real good comedy city, and people do yeah. like support their own, which is yeah so rare. Like that didn't happen for a long time. No, when and I nowadays. when I first gigged in Belfast, there's nothing like like what you guys have got with like there's a whole fucking yeah crew in it. It's like yeah. what we're doing in the northwest. It's great. Yeah, and it's I was, the future. Isn't I was saying we like you know the fact that you just have like this set, and it's so interesting to actually be here and see it. Um, like we we were like with my podcast, we went we. Maybe we could have a fix. You know, it's like you're just waiting for We're people to tell you. We're inspiring people across the sheet. Across the sheet. <laughs> you know, with speech impediments. So, yeah, like seeing, and, and that, that's probably why we actually got a set. So, like, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, it's, you're doing it properly, though, by the way. Hey, we've we've had people. I've been a bit cunty about this. I went on the Hot Water Green Room podcast that they've done, and I was like, this is the best done ripoff of us so far. <laughs> but the, I love seeing people do it well. Yeah, like, do yeah. it well. You can't just yeah. cobble it together with that camera your nana's got, and yeah. then you know, like you got like your well, yours looks fucking great. Cheers! It's 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 we were saying it's accountability. It's because there's other people involved. So I used to do my own podcast by myself called and my name so the Shane Talkcast. <laughs> hey! Now that's like I stopped my effort at that. I was like, we've got it. That's me, famous. And I would do like, because it was just me recording it, me uploading it, it was just me. I would do like three episodes and put them out every Wednesday. And then I'd miss a Wednesday, miss another Wednesday and go, guys, that's a wrap in season one. <laughs> I would always like, I'd miss... I'd like miss two episodes and then be like, we're back season seven. <laughs> oh, we should have done that. We could have been on season 48 by now. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. But yeah, the, the accountability is good. But no, I, I, I love here. I love Liverpool. Like, I think I started coming over at the very start of hot, when Hot Water was starting. Yeah. And then didn't come back for a load of years and came back when it was properly like up about four years ago, started coming over to do tour shows. And it's, it's great. 
even if cab drivers don't want to take you from the centre of Liverpool to here. Yeah, because this isn't Liverpool. Right. Like, at all. Yeah, Eddie told me that. Eddie, Eddie, shout out Eddie, the cab driver, had the feeling he didn't want to take me here because he told me seven times <laughs> he didn't want to take me here. He was livid. Right. Was it a black taxi? Yeah. 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 Okay. Is that a bad move? And no. Right. I mean, they're, they're often slightly more expensive. But I I didn't say this off pod when you told us how much you paid to get here, yeah. which was 60-odd quid. Yeah. But Eddie has taken you on the scenic route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was Leeds? Did you enjoy it? Was well, it nice? Two passes, Old Trafford, uh, London's good, over the Thames Bridge. Good to see a few sights, mate. Funny enough, he said he was just booking a holiday as he, uh, as he dropped me off. Barbara, we're going five stars. Yeah, that is a 25 quid Uber, a 35 quid black taxi. Right, and here, here's how I think he spotted me and when I can make a few quid out of this guy. I got to pick me up at Liverpool 1, so like big tour this guy I had a big like JD Sports shopping bag. I have my backpack on. He's just seen. He's heard my accent. He's seen pound signs. Yeah, yeah. He's. T- I don't want to go, but I'm gonna make the most of it. I think next time I'll probably just fly directly to the airport here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Runcorn International. Runcorn. <laughs> Runcorn yeah, yeah, International. yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good. It's a good move. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to move my car though because yeah. it's <laughs> it's on what will be the runway. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to land here. <laughs> but I've got a holiday coming up. Um, yeah, so listen, I, I, we can't talk about Belfast comedy without asking about what happened with Kevin Hart. Like, I, I know you'll have... It sounds like we've murdered him. <laughs> Where is Kevin Hart? Where's Kevin Hart? Where is Liverpool he gone? Liverpool won. Right, right. okay, cool. Um, I know, because we, we spoke briefly about this when I met you last week, and I'll let you tell the full story, but I want you to... I, I don't want you to miss out this sentence. Yeah. He's opened... For Kevin Hart now, is it 15? 15. 15 times. And he hasn't met him yet. <laughs> the guy doesn't know me from Adam, which is what he called me the first time he brought me up. Um, I've never met him. <laughs> right. This, because Adam's been on your podcast, yeah. and all your lot who'll be watching this yeah. because you're on. And yeah. we've had, I've had a few messages just because we mentioned it on the Patreon episode just gone that you were going to be on. I've had several messages of people going, oh my God, like yeah. it's their two favorite things combined. Like, yeah. oh my God, fever dream. Uh, but Kevin Hart's been over to Northern Ireland filming a, a movie. Netflix film, And yeah. you have been doing gigs with him. Yep. Uh, maybe I haven't, don't know any of this. I need to know the full story. Like what the fuck happened? How did you even find out about it? Does Kevin Hart's people ring your people? So we actually, we actually have the same agent, which is hilarious because if you go on their roster page, it's like Kevin Hart, Steve Martin, Will Ferrell, me. And like, it's the most like, it's the weirdest thing to look at. Um, but we, we we madly have like the same agent. He came over to a Netflix. Oh, he's still here. How did you get signed to get like, we're looking for American a agencies have big rosters, don't they? I'm yeah. assuming you mean American. I like that you were like, how did you get that? And you're like, don't worry, they have big rosters. <laughs> <laughs> they no, the way you, a lot of shit at the wall. The way you Some of it out. fucking sticks. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, we've got, fuck, it's a, quite a roster. <laughs> yeah. like it's Tom Cruise, Benicio <laughs> Del Toro, and Ian Beale. Like, what? <laughs> what? What? Love it I don't know how it works. His name on the website, Ian Bates, not Adam Wood. <laughs> I don't understand they've how you signed, can... They've signed the character. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Beale. I thought that was the actor. I thought that was the actor's name. Then, <laughs> Ian Beale's in the new series of Ozark. <laughs> He's in the calf. Have you seen the calf scenes in Ozark? 
Uh, I honestly thought that was the actor's <laughs> name. <laughs> <laughs> fucking eight soaps. Oh, no, um, good effort, Dan. You fucking number. Um, <laughs> no, I um, I <laughs> done some shows in the states and uh, just again, it's a, it's like doing nine nights. It's all like a bit of a. I don't know, and I don't want to think too much about it. Shane, you must <laughs> be good just... if you go over to America <laughs> and do a few shows, and Will Ferrell's agent's like, we need to sign you. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen you do stand-up, but now I'm kind of excited uh, no, please about Please don't, because the <laughs> expectation level's there. <laughs> it won't guy, be what you think. This guy murdered Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, uh, he, yeah, he's coming over Belfast, three months, shoot a movie. It's, he, he, people shoot all the, like, the shot Game of Thrones, all these tax breaks, that kind of thing. And also, if you shoot in Belfast, like, if you need anything, we can get it. Uh, you know what I mean? It's not too hard. Whatever it is you need, we'll get. No, and I mean, I mean anything. Right. Anything. Right. Easy to get. Yeah. A location. Okay. Uh, VHS player. Anything. Right. Anything you need. Right. End of list. Because it's, <laughs> it's a small place. Everybody knows everybody. It's a small place. Yeah. So even like when we're doing sketches, you know, if you if you were doing sketches in London, it'd be a nightmare if you needed a bar scene, get a location. Home's so small, you just you, you just commandeer, you can just hijack. Yeah, get it's easy to film in Belfast, so that's why they're doing it here. Um, and then he apparently because he's about to do. I love that list, by the way. I felt that list was going in a way darker direction. Like anything, I can get you anything. Yeah, yeah. VHS yeah. player, whatever and you need. Tape, whatever you need. <laughs> right, cool. Um, so he's he's doing the movie and getting ready. To, so he's there for three months. Do you know what movie it is? It's called Lift. Lift. Yeah. It's a heist movie. Couldn't get a fucking lift. It's about a taxi. Couldn't, they couldn't hire a <laughs> yeah. lift in London or yeah. Philadelphia or New York. They're yeah. like, where can we get a lift? And one of Kevin Hart's boys was like, I know where we can get a lift. I can get motherfucking anything. Yeah, and yeah. I've... Belfast. I know Ian Beale. <laughs> I phoned our agent and I said, I just met Eddie at Liverpool One. This is the guy to be the co-lead in lift. Um, it's just he Kevin, didn't want a fair. It's Kevin Hart and Eddie just giving off. Um, Loads of chemistry though It's a heist movie It's a heist movie Yeah because yeah. The Rock's busy now So we've just got <laughs> Eddie <laughs> These two <laughs> One's a miserable Cunt scouse taxi is, driver is Kevin, Kevin is Kevin doing the heist Or is he the bank clerk I don't I don't know I don't know too much about it What? Um, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? What do you mean Kevin Hart's playing the bank clerk? <laughs> yeah he works in that Weston In Belfast? Why are you trying? Is it not set in Belfast? Is it? I thought you were querying whether we had banks in Belfast. <laughs> no, I, I, just a guy with a notebook. Query whether you have Philadelphia <laughs> black Philadelphia. American guys working in now West or Ulster Bank. What makes the more interesting? Obviously, Kevin Hart's the lead in the movie, yeah. but I would rather watch him be the bank clerk who saves the day than be the guy who does the heist. I'd rather watch Kevin Hart being like, "I'm not giving you my motherfucking money." I haven't heard him talk for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly did American Jew again. Oh my God. You want all this money? Ow. But I'm just a lowly Belfast teller in the fucking net west. Oh my God. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Could you I be less racist? Just I don't even think we have not west. No, you don't. Um, that sounds really, you know, now I actually think about what National Westminster sounds like. Well, yeah, it doesn't sound yeah. like someone's going to do very well in Belfast. Uh, so he, he's about to do like world tour. And again, if I, now I've never shot a movie. If I did and I was going to be somewhere for three months, I would park stand up. Maybe I'd do some spots. Yeah. He's like, oh, every night, why don't I just do gigs in Belfast? Two very like small crowds, different size of crowds. And uh, he, every, like most days, 
there was a while where like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he'd film 7am, 7pm, have dinner, run the run the show. And he wanted to do 30 shows. We've done 15. I think there might be more. He's doing some arena shows, Belfast, Dublin. And um, yeah, it's it's wild because you, you so you, if you're in support, you show up, you open, you do 15 minutes. There's a break, short break. There didn't used to be a break. And then you bring him on, but he arrives after it's started just because yeah, yeah. he has, like, he would be, obviously, you, sometimes you get mobbed at a show if you're him. He's you're in not going to make it to the stage. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. So it's it's an in and out kind of thing. The small shows are the one, because I get it, like, if he's over and he's like, cool, can we run some big gigs at, like, an opera house or anything? That makes sense to me. I just, it's the Kevin Hart turning up to the Seats 50 gig in Belfast somewhere. Yeah, Limelight, he's, he's literally, and, and Limelight is somewhere where like people go on nights out, students love it. You know, it's a it, it, it's it, a nightclub it, that they put shows in as well. Yeah, isn't it? It's a proper yeah. multi-purpose venue. Yeah, yeah. they do funerals September third. <laughs> <laughs> com. And it's like, and I'm a I'm a fan. So, and I didn't know what to expect seeing it in this environment, in this size. The fact that he's just working out. I said to you, it's it's my favorite hour of his since Laugh at My Pain, since one of the early ones. It is phenomenal, and to watch it every night. At the start, I was like, maybe I'll watch a few of them and then I'll just go home after my set. See, watching the slight changes and the differences in it and just being in the room, it's unbelievable. So I'm, I'm a Kevin Hart fan from the early days. Yeah. Now, the last three things he's brought out, I'm like, yeah. saw him live six years ago, seven years ago, in an arena, dead yeah. disappointing. Didn't, didn't think it was great. Some really good bits that then I don't think he landed that well. Being right. critical as a comic. Yeah, yeah. It, Everyone in the room fucking loved it. Yeah. My wife loved it. It yeah. was just me being a comic. Like, oh, it was all right. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like you watch some stand-up now and you're like, yeah, it's fine. It's it, it it's there because they're famous. That show would not have made them famous. Yeah. Is that a, okay, a, a bit yeah. of an unfair way of looking at it? Yeah. Well, I, I would love to see him in a small room. I, and, and I was I, I was not judging with a bias as a fan. I was like, I'm just going to see what this is like. I thought it was unreal. And then a couple of weeks ago, I sat in the audience with a couple of mates and watched it. And it was properly properly good and and it, and it gets better all the time oh. so it's 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 cool to do it but it's, it's definitely a weird experience what's Chappelle's uh special where he just throws in that second special in the small room at the store um uh, so the first one is, is called equanimity and the second one is called the, the one of the stores the bird revelation yeah um the bird revelation i really as a comic i love that one because it feels like you're watching him do an hour of new stuff about stuff that happened that week yeah and it's very untested unpolished unfinished but it's just i'd rather watch a comic do that than see their finished hour personally well, yeah and, and, and why are more specials not done like when i watch kevin no it's different because obviously you want to show the scale of where you're at but like small intimate rooms i'm like this is, they're the specials i love like when, when you see small and, and you feel like you're in the room. I play them exclusively. <laughs> <laughs> it's just me though, Shane. I've, me. I've been listening to a good few American comedy podcasts recently with all the driving I've been doing. And it seems to be the general consensus from the, from the Yanks is that 1,200 seats is the pinnacle. They all say, we, I'll do like Bear Kreischer, Segura, like Rogan. Hearing them talk about it, they're like, we'll do the arenas. And it's great, and we've got to do them because otherwise we would never have a night off again. We sell so many tickets now; we've got to do an arena. Superstars. But when I take my special, I'm getting tw a 1200 seat theatre and doing it in there. Yeah. 
because they see that as the optimum number of people in a room for stand-up. It, 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 and it's around the cutoff, isn't it, of watching it, watching the person on stage as opposed to the video scre- screen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you, you may as well be at a home. A thousand people back, you are in the room, yeah. it's lost some intimacy, <coughs> but it's still, yeah, big yeah. laughs. Who Who's the comic tonight? We put a gig on. 80-seater. Phase one in Liverpool. I've been running a new material night there. You've done some stuff there. Uh, Dean from the Mild High Club runs their live show there in a, in a gig. And it's a great little 80-seater room for stand-up. Who is the comic that you would love to book to see them do a 45-minute headline show? If you could get any comic in the in the world, get them down to a little room to see them. Like you saw at the Limelight with Kevin Hart. Who would you love to see do a... Uh... Like, for me at this stage, it's probably Segura. Like, I, I've heard a lot of stories about um, Chappelle, when he's working a show up, can be quite self-indulgent. And look, at this is not a criticism, and I've got no experience of it. But I've heard he will go on and he will talk and make it not funny for 30 minutes, but then the next five minutes is fire. And he's just he's trying to find it all. And I get it, because in his head, he's like, I'm building a legacy of specials. And I've got to do this to make the next special great. I don't necessarily think... Because I know he did a couple of shows in London a few years ago where comics I know went to see it and was like, I, I'm gutted that I went, to be honest, because it was too early in his process for me to have seen that. Yeah, you're allowed to... Char- if you're Chappelle, you're allowed to charge less in a small room and be like, this is for me. If you want to be here, yeah. you've yeah, got to sort yeah. of sign up to it. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't like cheap tickets either. Um, I... I I, for me, at the minute, I think Sigurd is one of the best on the planet. I'd, I'd quite I'd, like to see him. In I'd like room. to see Louis C.K. in a small room. Yeah. Like, I know there's been a load of shit, and I know there's a load of people in this country, and in our industry, that want him cancelled for good. And I don't think that's happened, and it's not happening. He's coming back. At least doing the Apollo and performing all the time. I'd love to see him in a small room. Just also, just to see where he's at after a, a sort of hiatus, where he's been out of... Out of the spotlight. Well, you sort of be honest. He's released two specials since his thing. I, I, with Louis, I think if I was to go and see him live, I want to see him talk about the thing that everyone wants him to fucking talk about. To be honest with you, I think he does. Huh? He does. I, on his, on his. So the two specials he's released since the controversy. Um, Has he done two? Yeah, he released sincerely Louis C.K., which he does talk about it briefly, but he's very dismissive of it. And in the latest one, he makes one reference to it. It's not dealing with it, is it? No. It like he hasn't done like <laughs> the Louis C.K. thing for me. The the problem I've got with w- what happened, which obviously, and for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, Louis C.K. There was allegations that came out that he'd been masturbating in front of women. Now, the the argument against his cancellation is that he always asked the women, could he do it? The argument that still makes that wrong is that he was in a position of power and the women felt like they couldn't say no. On top of that. When the women threatened to sort of tell people about this and felt like they'd been put in a position where they couldn't say no, he allegedly got his management to threaten the women and say, if you release, if you tell people that he did this, we will sort of do everything we can to hamper your careers. That, for me, that threat is the biggest problem. Yeah. And that, that's that's where the, 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 the hatred and the, the anger towards him and him attempting to make a comeback comes from. Now... Louis C.K. as a comic has always been 
or certainly presented himself as soul bearing, so showing the worst parts of human nature and especially human male behaviour. And he's always been warts and all. Gross, and honest. Gross. We're awful. We're all horrific, especially men. Look how shit we are as people. If there's any comic on the planet who can do what he's done and then do the stand-up routine that gives him at least a glimmer of a shot at redemption and forgiveness from the people he's hurt, it was Louis C.K. And in the two specials he's done since that, he hasn't even tried to do that. And that, for me, is the thing. And if I was to see Louis C.K. in a little room or go and see him in a theatre or see his next hour, for me, he's like... I watched his recent one. I downloaded it because it was called Sorry. And I thought it was going to be what I was after. And I wanted to see it. And it and it's not... And I understand what he's doing. He's going, I can't say sorry anymore. The show's called Sorry. The fucking backdrop says sorry. I've said sorry. Yeah, but you've not, you've not dealt with it. No. You've not explained it. So, not... so I'd like to see him do that. I don't necessarily think he's ever going to do it. I think he just wants to move on, but we'll see. It's going to be interesting to see what reaction there is when he gets over here. Because he's... Well, there'll be no mainstream press. That's that's his challenge. Yeah. But, but they'll sell out. They'll probably already sold out. Yeah. They're probably already sold out because they're already on sale. I guarantee you the Apollo sold out. Wembley Arena might not be, but he's doing Wembley Arena. Yeah, a, I haven't even seen an <clears throat> angry tweet about it. I just know it's on sale. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Who's your small room? Uh, who's so, your small some, room someone like Cedric the Entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> That'd be fucking great. For a second, I thought he was dead. I was like, thank <laughs> God. No, I just, <laughs> let me break it down. <laughs> I want, like so, someone, either someone like that or, yeah, like a, like a stadium comic. To, to get the novelty of what I'm seeing, like Sebastian Maniscalco, I'm a big fan of his, yeah. maybe somebody like that. Really? Do you like yeah. Sebastian? I I'd, can't, I, I haven't tuned into his, is cadence the right word? Yeah. The fucking, oh, I'm like, uh, I, I, I haven't, I just, I've seen some of his early stuff where that was toned down yeah. or hadn't been like turned up. I went to see him in the, he, he just happened to be on in the comedy store. It was like a split bill show with loads of other comics. In Los Angeles? On. Yeah. And he was, Real like laid back, like real played it down, and he was, uh, and oh, Fonsegura was on him. Big fan of loads of other people, like all headliners, all stadium comics, and he, he stood out. He really stood oh, out. Great. Yeah, really I've like heard him. that. He used to live in Bill Bear's building, didn't he? And he told Bill Bear, "I'm thinking of starting stand up." And Bill was like, "Oh yeah, good luck with that." <laughs> he, he and and looking at him, I go, "That's somebody I get on with as well." And we <laughs> talked about, you know, there's two types, of, you know, like. Some comedians love the late night, a few pints after the gig and all that kind of thing. He looks like me. He looks like after the show, he'd be heading home. So he likes to be in bed by half ten. No, no, no. Sleep half ten. <laughs> yeah. A sleep I, at half ten. You see, what's ruined me agreeing with you and saying that sounds great is that I just had a shot of tequila before we started this <laughs> section. So I look like industrial an absolute fucking mess. But yeah, I like you to drink? go to bed early. Rarely. Really? Rarely. It's a novelty. What gets you go? What gets you drinking? Oh, like it's got to be. It's just got to be. You know. You know when it's a certain temperature outside. Yeah. And you look up and you know the Lord's smiling. <laughs> <laughs> I look up and I say louder, louder. When it's the Lord holds his holds his glass, I go yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you're a day, day drinker. No, I mean I say I'll 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 have a few. I'll have a few. I I I just I have a kid who's nearly two. And I wasn't that much of a drinker beforehand, but the early starts, I hate it. And the idea of having a slightly sore head or whatever, I've just, I've got so out of the way of it 
that I now fear drinking. Okay, so since you've had your I fear kid, a hangover. Since you've had your kid, yeah, right. What is the biggest booze session you've had? How many drinks did you put away? There was a night where I had two glasses of wine, thought about a third. Yeah, and that's terrified me. You dirty bitch. I started to pour it, and I was like, what am I doing listen, here? Listen, you're not doing childcare this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No, I just, because I drive a lot to gigs as well, I'm yeah. never really in an environment where, like, and if I, and then if I'm off on a Friday or Saturday, the last thing I want to do is stay up late. I'm, 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 I'm dull. You're in it to work, man. I'm you're dull. working. Yeah. Nothing I d- wrong with that. I don't know. Like, so I was, I, I did Leicester Square a couple of weeks ago or about a month ago or so. And we weren't on an early flight home the next day. And I was like, great, don't have to get up with the baby in the morning. I had a load of drinks that night. Great fun. But I, I but it's a real novelty for me. Yeah. Real novelty. When you've got kids, being hungover around kids is one of the worst things you can do for your soul. Yeah. Like, they don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember your, your birthday? I got hammered, slept horrifically, and Laura had decided she needed to go back to Nottingham that afternoon. I got back early afternoon, and she basically went, cool, are you all right? I was like... <laughs> and she just gave me the two kids yeah. and it's one of the worst hangovers I've ever had it was just made so much but that beautiful innocent face going you? Yeah. You okay and you're like <laughs> no I'm dying inside I think it's horrible yeah. there would be nothing I'd be more suited to on a hangover than looking after children because when I'm hungover I want everything that children want I want to put my favourite cartoon on uh, and have nice all lolly. the snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel yeah. like I'd be more on their level when they're like, so you'd daddy, be f- daddy, you'd daddy, be- I want chicken dinosaurs. I've got, and- I've got Bangladeshi kids. <laughs> yeah. You, I want so chicken you, dinosaurs. But you, and I want- you have to make them though and you have to change their nappies. Yeah, and you're like, not a participant. You're yeah. a facilitator. You don't get to be a third child. Yeah. You're like, yeah, fuck, I love Teletubbies. <laughs> well, I'm not pointing it on. I'm hungover. <laughs> get up. You won. Chop, chop. Stop crying. Yeah, Teletubbies is on. Let's watch Teletubbies. You want chicken dinosaurs? Let's go and make chicken dinosaurs. You want beans with it? You, you want yogurt? Let's have down. everything. You never crisps. get to sit down. Let's have crisps yeah, why, and chicken why, dinosaurs. Why else are you talking to the kid like a sous chef? <laughs> let's go make. Let's let us go make this. <laughs> they don't play a part. <laughs> yeah, I'll go and make it. You sit there, watch Teletubbies. Make sure you're paying attention because I, I need Vinny. to know everything. When I, get I do the mains, you do a creme. Yeah. You glaze a creme brulee. It doesn't work. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Like that. I just think. I think when I'm when I'm hungover, I am essentially another kid. So I'd be on their level. I'd understand it. Yeah. I wouldn't be authoritarian with them. I'd be like, what do you want? I guarantee what I want the same thing. You want authoritarian on a hangover. Like, I'm hungover. Everyone, in a line. Listen to the whistle. Like, it's not, there's no authoritarian. You just have to chase after the little fuckers. Yeah. Constantly. Like, I've done this, I've done that. It's tiring. No. You don't get to be like, I like turkey twizzlers as well. Let's all lie down and just watch a box set. They don't work like that. Yes. They've got needs. They do. Right. Okay, Kids cool. want cartoons and chicken dippers. Yeah, oh we're, we're doing it wrong. We're yeah, doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I, I think, do you know what I think it is? I genuinely believe this as well. Everyone we've had in, and I know we've done this sort of trope before, but I genuinely believe this. Whenever we have someone who has kids, it always gets brought up. And I can feel in his eyes as he's looking at me. I genuinely You're going to disappear like Kevin Hart. I mate. genuinely think you're I all a bit... Things. I know someone who can get VHS tapes. I think you're all a bit fucking stupid. I think you just don't know how to manipulate children and it's really, really easy. They're stupid. You just have to make them think it was their idea and then they want to do it. Here, if, if that's isolated and taken out of context, that's bad for you. 
That's bad. You're going to be emailing Louis C.K. being like, man, I need to sell tickets, but this is not easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like the idea of drinking on tour, yeah. but that goes against me liking to be in bed early. Yeah. So after a tour show, I'm like, great, don't have to get up in the morning, fly this until lunchtime. But after, but it's quarter past 11. So what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> like when I did Hot Water last year, the show, was, show, show didn't finish till like midnight. It was horrific for me. Like Do you the, like getting food on tour? What's I the, drank just my straight, body weight in Guinness on, your, on the island of Ireland. Yeah. I drank to be done. So much. <laughs> Does, it doesn't, Shane, does it? I don't do it. I don't yeah, know yeah, I'm yeah. saying that, but yeah, yeah. it doesn't have to be. I don't do it, but. Like, I if you're a manipulator I, of children, yeah. you really like to relax when you're abroad. A drunk manipulator of children. Listen. My doctor told me recently that 28 pints of Guinness a week is fine. That's like on target. And I reckon I went beyond my target this week. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where did you where, where did you find the Guinness? Was, did you notice a difference in like Belfast and Dublin? It's better it? in Dublin than everywhere else. It's also better in Belfast than it is in Liverpool. Right. Oh, but yeah, it's still pretty great in Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. But Dublin was the best. See, there's a there's a myth there's there's a myth that is be, apparently it's best in Donegal because and this definitely won't be people are like in Dublin it's too fresh, which doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's too nice in Dublin because they make it there, so people go. By the time it gets to Belfast, they go, it's too late. It's 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 a 90-minute journey. It's not too late. But people go, Donegal's the sweet spot. I was talking to the bartender about this very phenomenon and on and on. Do, 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 do. <laughs> right. I'm so annoyed you did that because I was going to. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, apparently Guinness doesn't travel particularly well, and that's why it's different in yeah. the, the UK. It's like Dennis Burkham. <laughs> it's, a niche, it's a niche reference. That's so niche. That's so niche. He's <laughs> a whole staff had it. Oh, now that was good. <laughs> and he said, I don't think it's anything to do with that. What it is, we sell so much Guinness here that we're constantly pulling it. It's constantly fresh kegs. It's constantly, yeah. like, it, it's never sat. Yeah, apparently it's like, something with the distance as well between the keg and the and the pump. So if yeah. you're on like a real long line, it's it's not that nice. But if it's close, if it's right by yeah. it, it's good. I yeah. Don't I don't he reckons it's because they're constantly what? Oh, well, I'm going to try my first pint of Guinness in Dublin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. I'll you have a pint of Guinness with you in Belfast. If, if oh, I that would ruin it. Yeah. But yeah, I'll be there. As, long, right, as, cool. as long as it's pre-8.15. <laughs> yeah, it'll be at 3 o'clock in the day. <laughs> and then we'll go to hospital with me just to be sure. We'll sit in A&E for 10 minutes just to make sure I don't die. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm into it. But I'm not having a baby Guinness with it just because it looks the same. It's not the same thing. But they do yeah, go yeah, hand yeah. in hand, though. Yeah. They yeah. have never done, though, have they, till about two years ago. It's a new thing, isn't it? It's a, a new phenomenon. No, no, no. I actually don't even know what a baby Is it Bailey's and something else? Yeah, so it's it's a coffee liqueur, either Tamaria or Kahlua. Right. And then you just top the very top of it up. Uh, you won't have heard about it because it just Belfast. The baby Guinness there isn't great. Right. In Donegal, yeah. in the gay district of Donegal. I don't know if you know the gay quarter of Donegal. It tastes delicious. Gay Allen's house. Right. It's the best shot you can have. Right. You're having one today. Well, I have uh, dairy intolerance. So. <laughs> so have I. I'm just doing fuck all about it. Impressive. People think, uh, like, definitely when people call, people from home come to tour shows in, like, Liverpool or Manchester or London, they're like, where are you going after this? Where are you going, big man, after this? I'm like, the hotel <laughs> to sleep. Or a little bit of football manager before sleep. 
Just a bit, just a bit. Just a Is game. that your vice then? Just a game no drinking, it's for your yeah. manager. Yeah, if I look knackered the next morning, people are like, oh, were you on it? I was like, I was on the promotion hunt with Bournemouth. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any vice? Do you do coke? Are you, have, you, have you ever tried heroin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Coke and footy manager would get intense, uh, wouldn't it? When you've done three seasons yeah. in one night. I don't have a vice, but I'll probably, it'll catch, at 45, I'll, I'll do something mad. Would you try heroin? Uh, no, because I can't even handle like milk. <laughs> so I don't think I have so many intolerances. Yeah, that I, I can't. You even... just assume you had an intolerance. Yeah, I think yeah. it'd give me a dicky tummy, so I wouldn't. Yeah. Like to... <laughs> no, nothing, nothing. Not even if you were like terminally Lack, lacto-free heroin. No, you're on your deathbed. You've been told you got two hours to live. Do you want some smack? Uh, no, no. Yeah. I just don't. I, I like no. <laughs> Because it's not a good way to say goodbye to your family, is yeah. it? Yeah. Everyone's like, bye-bye, Shane, bye-bye, father. Golden brown, sexy like What if all your family had died in a house fire years before? Well, this is getting convoluted, isn't it? I would do it then. This is, yeah, yeah, cool. I would do it. Yeah. I'll do it now. Yeah. 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 I think get some heroin. No, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a man of simple pleasures. Yeah. Honestly. Walk around Liverpool 1 for half an hour and thought that was great. It is good, isn't it? Yeah. I I, base, I do that on any day off I've got. Just have a little stroll around there now. Yeah. I live near there, so yeah. I have a little. Spend a lot of money shopping. You spender? No. <laughs> like, not, but not to be confused. What's going on, Shane, now? I don't because know. you're definitely good at comedy, and yet I, but there's not enough weird and evil in you. But there, but that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. There will be at some point. <laughs> okay, it's on good. a delay, and it's going to be something huge. Yeah. Right, okay. What's huge. your biggest fear? Uh... Hmm. Honestly, over intense podcast questions. Yeah, not prepared for that. Uh, you got any regrets? <laughs> yeah, the cab here. Um, Is this confession? Do you have any fears? Yeah. Um, What's the biggest mistake you made as a child? <laughs> Can I just say, we've never asked Trust this to any. Uh, just before we started recording, and I was like, "Don't worry, just chill. It's not an interview." Yeah. Any biggest fears? <laughs> Probably Where did he touch you? Shane? The only the only regret as a child was trusting a man who called himself a, a manipulator of children. Um, I, I met, met him. Yeah, yeah. He's me. He's me. Uh, yeah. No, probably. I have, now. I have, you want to see him in a small room though, <laughs> with kids? I would have a relatively low IQ. Yeah. Yeah. Deceptively low IQ. So like, I don't worry about a lot of stuff. Are you a bit stupid? Yeah. Yeah. But I give the impression I'm quite good at giving the impression I'm not. Oh. Yeah. Then it'll come out in some ways. Oh, being like, workably thick is has worked out fucking like great some days. For me, isn't it? I'll just walk around the house, but I don't know what room I'm going into. If that makes sense. <laughs> like I'll just take off and see where I end up. I can. I am. I am relatively. Where are you going, babe? I don't know. No, honestly, it's. <laughs> I, I will never just be hanging about. Not like I'll never just be loitering. I will go somewhere, but that's anyone's guess. I could be in the utility room. For an hour. <laughs> Doing Fair what? Point. Thinking about where I'm going next. <laughs> you bought the wash on? No. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Just philosophizing in the utility room. Yeah. Where should I go? When? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you got out of that beautifully. Cheers. I mean, absolutely top work. Do you Let's, regret any of your childhood? I regret a lot of my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's paying well, but what damage is it doing long term? <laughs> Let's have a break.
Let's have a think. <laughs> What's happening, lads? It's Manscaped Advert Time, our longest-serving sponsor. Father's Day is coming up on the 19th of June, and we think you should surprise your dad by turning up at his house and shaving his balls for him. That's what they want. That's what dads want. We've both got dads, and they're always like, please, son, I can't shave my own pubes. I don't have the utensils. And I keep saying, Dad, I would, but you're going to have to wait for Father's Day. Because I won't, I won't shave your pubes in the spring. I'm going to turn up with the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. Wow. I'm also going to get the Weed Whacker, which can do your nose, your ear, your asshole. Whatever you want to get weeds out of, you can use the Weed Whacker for. Ball deodorant. Ball I deodorant. love putting that on my dad. Crop preserver. There's the undies they sell. Manscaped Amazing. is the best in mail. Below the belt grooming on the planet. And with the code word, WORD20, W-O-O-R-D, 20, you get 20% off and free worldwide shipping. That's manscaped.com. Use the code WORD20. It's going to be amazing. It Shave is. your dad's balls. Make sure you're ordering time for the 19th. That's Father's Day. And your dad, you don't want him to be going up to your ma or whatever woman he's currently goosing with a fucking bushfire down there. We've got it. You don't want that. We've got it. You want him to have a nice... Adam, we've got it. You want nice stubble cock. We've got it. Got it? Yeah. We're 20, manscaped.com. Nice one. Let's, oh! Let's land this motherfucker. Oh, what am I? A fucking punk? No, you're not. <laughs> Declan Lennon says, Wagwagalids. Old Decky, back in touch after all this time, huh? What? Just let me... Wagwaglids. Would you rather... Oh, oh, no. Do oh, the, no. You read it, mate? Oh, don't do your Dublin. <laughs> read it, mate. You read all the information. Me, Shane, listen, mate. We answer when, when you're finished, mate. By the way, if that's Turkish, that's 100% spot on. It is good, isn't it? That's, it's such a, like, it's a barman in Turkey. Yeah. yeah. Who oh, has a bit of chat. A guy who Chili runs a garlic away. on your kebab, mate. Uh, uh, yeah. The, uh, is do you know what's particularly good? The mate. Yeah. What are mice? <laughs> Like, the mate is spot mate. on. Not yeah. the problem, mate. Yeah, we figure it out. He's overthinking it now, but ah, at the time, gone. that was so good. Figure it out, mate. Declan Lennon says, Wagwag Lids, would you rather eat an... <laughs> I haven't read these properly. <laughs> would you rather eat an elderly family acquaintance or an elderly family pet? You have to do... You can't just be like, I don't want to do either. Yeah. Can't wait to see if Rowie Bags can make a plausible way of eating someone's granny. All the best. Declan Ficote Bridge. Declan Ficote Bridge. I'm assuming he means like someone is deceased and you're actually eating their remains rather than... He's not talking about licking someone else, is he? (laughs) I think you know full well that that was not implied. (laughs) But I'm glad you've sent us there. No, it's a a person's alive, right? Because my answers are very different. Right. You don't have to kill them, but they are recently deceased, they're elderly, and they're gone. Yeah. You have to stick them on the grill. Yeah. Remember oh, yeah. earlier you said, do you have any vices? And I said, I think at about 45, I'll do something mad. Right. This, this is it. This is it. Yeah. Get, Cannibal- fi- get Fido on the flames. Elderly cannibalism. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> I have to clarify this. Like pigeon. <laughs> the answers are different depending on... Yeah, they are, but you knew full well. I don't want to think about licking out Moira's old gooch. I'd rather stop it. I'd rather lick out my auntie than a dog. Oh. But I'd rather eat the dog than eat my auntie. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Really? Yeah. No, I don't. A think dog so. is closer to a chicken than a woman is. Clip it out. <laughs> Drop in truth. Spitting. By the way, also uh, Moira's old gooch is where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lovely, lovely area. <laughs> 
<laughs> I could tell. I could tell. Take it to Belfast. I could tell. Fuck all. Oh, Moira's all good. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to listen to the brother-in-law. <laughs> Great for school trips, though. You can't have a go at me for clarifying what questions mean. If it's licking, if, uh, licking out, it was never. Yeah. It was eating, wasn't it? It was culinary. Well, I know that now. I All need right, to cool. know for sure. Well, let's learn together. But yeah, you'd eat, you'd eat the dog, wouldn't you? It depends. No. what pet. No, I think I you think need human flesh before animal flesh. Old granny. There's not many fat grannies though. They're not good for the. The only reason you don't eat dog is because you've been told it's wrong. Like you eat all the other animals, don't you? You eat pigs, cows, chickens, turkeys, budgie, budgies, bit of fried budgie. I'd eat a ferret if needs must. Yeah. Oh, I'd eat anything. I'd eat him if it got <laughs> serious. Yeah. But you'd rather eat the animal because it is. How do you like your Adam Romid? <laughs> in the nan bread. Come on, mid. Come on, mate. Oh, yeah. Let, let's have Nana in a Nan. Come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She sounds fine. <laughs> and Nana. And Nana, Nana. Uh, it's very good. It's a bit of old Moira. Get her gooch. Leave it on grill. Pere, pere. <laughs> Little bit of lemon hurt on Moira's gooch. Garlic meal. Say pere, pere again. Pere, pere. And then it's good, isn't it? <laughs> you don't... No one wants to bite the dead granny. Let me put it on Namred. Kofko. Beautiful. We call this... What are you having? Can I diet coke? We call this kebab... Because Moira's Gooch, Moira's Gooch, pretty fatty. Don't want to drink sugar with it. We call this the do 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 because it's na na na. You've been sat on that way too long. Stop talking, stop talking. <laughs> a na na na. It's a na 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 na. A na 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 dubs. Yeah. I, I'm thinking pretty much chili garlic on your grandmother, mate. On chili garlic on your breast of grandmother meat. Oh, not not the breast. Let's let us make thigh. I go tomato meat. Gotta eat an old woman thigh. There's not innit? going much on there though. No. What what you, you want, want? Perry salt on your nan's tits oh, meat. What you He's want? Turkish, by the way. What you want is under the arm. Are you? Uh, oh my Mer god. Merhaba. Merhaba. That's what's in. Don't Jesus know anyone that doesn't know merhaba meat. <laughs> How many tickets can you sell in Bodrum? <laughs> <laughs> sure, at the Bodrum I've been twice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not to get anything done before you over-examine me. There's an agent who was like, I listen, listen, mate. I want to sign you. <laughs> We've got President Erdogan. We've got a great roster. Shintod. I did a work in progress at the bottom fringe um, for a few days, which was good. No turkey. I like turkey. Turkey sauce. <laughs> My mates actually went to Turkey to get a bottom fringe. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it! Clip it! Clip it! Everyone nailed that. <laughs> That's a clip. If you don't clip that, we're having words. I know it's culturally insensitive to your people. So good. <laughs> Dylan, Dick, claim for your bridge. Fucking Greek question, by the way. Dylan Salt says, hi, Lids. Got a would you rather for you. Would you rather fight a Warwick Davis-sized Francis Ngannou or fight a Ngannou-sized Warwick? For reference... Ungano is six foot four. Warwick Davis is three foot six. Yeah. Both keep their own abilities to fight. What a fucking what? stupid question. You want the little one, don't you? It's fucking volume in the head game. Not, over. not if he's got the same fighting ability. Yeah, then you fuck. He, 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 uh, he's got I don't care how whether you're a black belt in anything. If you're that small, I'll punch your head in. But he can take you down. He's got yeah. the low center Can't of gravity. He comes at your ankles. <laughs> Take me down, I'll run away. He is a Francis Ngannou with that punching power. Now he does, he's at the same height as your dick. Yeah. One 
Ungano. Stay there, kid. But then if Warwick Davis get if he's that height, he he'd be dangerous because he'll get carried away with it. Yeah. Willow. He'll love it. He'll be so happy <laughs> to be that size. Yeah. He'll have like oh, all attention. And of also, I think Warwick small. Davis. Not to be offensive, <laughs> but <laughs> not to be offensive. <laughs> Let's just clear the decks for this but. Right? Little people yeah. are quite dense. Right. Right? Oh yeah. So they're very sort of weighty. They're heavier than you expect them to be. Well, at six foot four, I've had to pick a little person up before. Talk to me. I can't. Really? Did you find them in the washing pile? (laughs) What are you doing under there, Warwick Davis? Willow. So they're they're very (laughs) a lot heavier than you think they are, and I'm assuming. Did she go on top? (laughs) I'm assuming. (laughs) I'm assuming that when they're Francis and Garnu size. But the density is the same. That's going to be the heaviest thing ever. You try and punch that, you're going to break your hand. Oh, my God. I want to see both of these fights so well, much. Anyone, anyone that small, I reckon I could absolutely end their life with no. one dig. Or manipulate them. <laughs> <laughs> I like a 10-year-old a, a judo champion would kick the fuck out of us. No, no. 1,000%. Shape, no. No, what are you doing there? You're applying some logic, right? Adam <laughs> thinks he can beat the current judo champion. <laughs> Look, look. Yeah. I'm sorry, Where's there isn't going? a 10 year old child on the planet who could hang with me in the octagon. Not true. <laughs> Have you ever seen Ripley's, believe it or not? Some kids running about there do damage to you. Oh, like the Wolf isn't. Boys? You know the Wolf Boys? No. Of like Peru, I think they're, you know, they, they have hair all over their face. Fucking punch. You've never seen these guys? No. Were- real Werewolf Boys? They fuck you up so well. We need to Google this. What's this? How hairy Just are Google, they? Finn, just Google werewolf boys. Werewolf boys. Pull that, yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. Pull that shit up, Jamie. Werewolf boys. Oh, they've made, they're a bit older now. That's Adam before he's been to see his yeah, barber. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my. You, don't th- you think I couldn't bang him? I I'd th- make him look a cunt in front of I think you'd be a little bit of taken back when you saw him, and that's yeah, when you'd yeah. strike. Yeah. And if it was a full moon, you'd be fucked. No. He's got absolutely. He looks friendly though. This one. He does. He, there could be some. The, yeah. He's yeah. not one Can of the Can we get a less special needs wolf boy? Can we get an actual? You say Peru. Wolf. Uh, oh, hello. Wolf man. There's a wee family. Of them. Wolf. This is. Di- it's not. There's not much in terms of fighting. Do you know what? They probably don't. The pro- manscape have probably got to them now. <laughs> <laughs> probably immaculate face. They're every manscape sponsor everyone. The problem. Use 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 code Wolf Ten. <laughs> um, there isn't a ten year old on the planet who would who would come close. Well, to now you have Patreon content because set that up. I can't piece a ten year old off. Yeah. It's illegal, isn't it? Not if it's a professional fight. Mm. Can't be a professional fight at ten though, can you? What did I say earlier? When you're in Northern Ireland. We can get you anything. <laughs> if you need a license for that fight, I can get you a license. For I thought you were going to say we can get you a ten-year-old. Yeah, we, we can get you a license for that fight, and when we're done, we'll film it. We'll release it on VHS. VHS. <laughs> and it's yeah. only available in that West branches. Year five, Moira's Gooch Primary. Yeah, we've seen that West have just opened in Afghanistan. It's called Nat Death to the West. Let it hang. <sighs> I thought it was that joke earlier, but I missed miss the. <laughs> <laughs> Missed the time to yeah. say. You can set to me. Oh god. Uh, what should we do? Should we do a little bit more advice? I, like, yeah. I go to the advice quite a lot. I quite like it because I'm good at it. Aren't I? Because we, I don't know. I feel it really goes down the two lanes really well. You either ha- actually have advice 
We just take the piss mercilessly. I've never. Is, are you two hearing music or yeah. is something going on here? Yeah, no, I'm having an onion. I hear the music. I don't wear the headphones because it, it makes me off and I don't like it. Yeah. Jake. Jake. Hot ears are not good. Jake, sometimes I like just listening. It's like, it makes me hot. I don't like it. <laughs> My name's Adam Rowan. I sometimes get hot head. Still a few tickets left for the Philharmonic. Jake Garrett says, wag wag lids, got to have a word or some advice needed for a mate. Oh, beautiful. Basically, a mate of mine was telling me about his new girlfriend. They've been together about three or four months and it's all going sound. The issue is his best mate took the girlfriend's identical twin sister out. And I made a few jokes saying his mate saw his missus and thought, oh, I want a bit of that, etc." And he laughed, but then looked upset. Obviously, I then stopped and asked if, asked if he was okay, etc. And he said he was, but then had to go off and do something. And I haven't really spoken to him since. <laughs> was wondering if you had any thoughts or advice for this lad. As after I thought about it, it's awful and probably upsetting for him. Nice one, lids. Keep smashing it from Jake. This mate sounds like an insecure gimp. So if you're, you, you're going to date someone who's got an identical twin, you've got to understand that at some point that identical twin is going to be fucking someone and you're going to constantly look at their partner being like you fancy my missus no because that removes the idea that personality is important maybe the other twins a dull cunt he's overthinking it there i i kind of see it though i kind of see it if you meet someone and you're like this is the love of my life when you yeah. three or four months in you're kind of insecure aren't you like you're still trying <laughs> you're not you've not pooed in front of them right and then they've got an identical to whoa, most whoa, 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 whoa. normal humans... Can we just reverse ha- the bus? Right. No, you don't poo in front of your partner in the first three no. or four months. I haven't you done pooed it in front in... of Laura? Yeah? No, I've never done it. What? I've gone Kim Jong-un, though I've stitched it up. And I never have. I trick her to come into the room. While you're pooing? Of course. I leave the door open and make sure it doesn't sound like... You know, because they can hear the acoustic of a bathroom. It's more echoey. I'm like, babe... Then she'll come up the landing. People know when I'm pooing though yeah. because there's birds outside falling Baby out of blue. trees. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dead carrion. Yeah. yeah. The dogs start barking. Because <laughs> there's a smell Three that they can smell. There's yeah. <laughs> a chemical yeah. fire. Oh yeah. no, Adam's shitting. Also, I'm pretty sure tricking someone to come into the bathroom when I'm doing what I'm doing is... Well, it know, could end the relationship. Chemical warfare, that. It's chemical I, warfare. Have you yeah. pooed in front of your... I oh, know, not to bring... Oh, sorry, Finn. Uh, did you shit in front of your old missus? Not on purpose. Like, if, they, if she what? needed to come in to get something, then she would do that. It's not like oh, I'm not welcoming her a in. A classic leaving the filing cabinet in the bathroom situation. Yeah. Do Liverpool not have locks? On do- Why does no one have a lock on their door here? You trick Bathroom time in. is private time. Leave me oh, to do me poo. I leave the door open. My house. I pay the mortgage. <laughs> Sniff it up. I am the king. <laughs> By the way, Papa are, are they identical twins? Yeah. yeah. Right. See, they're that's weird anyway, being identical twins. Yeah, it is. I think it's proof that there is no Jesus. It's not weird unless <laughs> you both are adults and have the same haircut. Right. Cool. That's all that's odd. Wear the same kit and then get in a fucking boy band or just fuck yeah. off. Yeah. Identical twins. Hi. Just makes me believe that this is all random, horrific chance. How can there be a creator and he'd be like, Oh look, I've made another beautiful person and press the photocopy button. <laughs> Two. Yeah. It's not doesn't doesn't yeah. It? yeah. It affirms my atheism. It's cute as kids, but then there's a point where it's weird. Yeah. 
I just think it must be really off-putting for the kid. Like, there's no one like you, babe. You're a total one-off. What about Jessica? Well, apart from your sister. I mean, I've got to be honest. If you've got identical twins as kids and you tell either of them that, then that's just a faux pas on your part as a parent. Right, okay, cool. You know a lot about parenting, don't you? (laughs) You should do a parent advice podcast. Separate. Oh. I might be the first non-parent to ever have a parenting podcast. You might. Yeah, you, you have that podcast. I'm going to do that. I've been looking for a do spin-off project. I would love <laughs> you to get stabbed to death by a new mother with postnatal depression. That'd be fucking brilliant. I just won't invite any women on the podcast. Why would you need that? Why would you want them on for a parenting podcast? Yeah. How to do parenting as a man. That's what we'll call it. Oh, yeah. Make it about being... No, how to parent as a mother... By Adam Rowe. <laughs> Have you seen Adam's new podcast, The Fourth Trimester? Yeah, it's pissed a few people off. Fourth Trimester? Mm. Oh, because it's after birth? Yeah. Uh, that works. Doesn't it? <laughs> Me and my mate Dave you didn't, didn't mean it. BBC. <laughs> I did. There's a thing called The Fourth Trimester. It's a, it's not, I've not made it up. It's about the first three months of a, a newborn's life. That's yeah. it. it was, yeah. But you'll know about that when you start the podcast. <laughs> we did one. We did a, a dad podcast for BBC Sounds. Nobody listened to it because it wasn't that good. But then it was also just us speaking to other dads and being like, oh, this is tough, isn't it? <laughs> like it never got, like we never turned it around. Yeah. It was always just like, it stayed at the one level of, oh, ever just be tired and, <laughs> yeah, you know? It, it, it must be, it must work. Like Josh Whittacombe and, uh, and Rob Beckett are, are flying, aren't they? Yeah. It, there is some funny stuff with parenting that you... I think yeah, new dads is a bit is a bit much. She's still in the blast zone of the yeah yeah, but not for Adam. He's going to be no, it's going to be great. That'll be absolutely fine. The kid will be supporting him at the Philharmonic within <laughs> four months. Yeah, yeah. He's got croup, but a a tight twenty. Right. Uh, so you couldn't. Are you telling me you couldn't date an identical twin? No, I'm just saying if Laura had an identical twin, and when you when I met her, you were like, I'll tell you what, lad. She's lovely, Laura. I quite like her sister. Basically, right. asking to see my wife naked, aren't you? I no, think it's, a technicality. O- it's only a problem if he sees your wife and, and doesn't know she has an identical twin and goes, oh, does she have an identical twin right. sister? Oh, right. yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's where you're like, whoa. I'm not saying I'd love to fuck your wife. I'm saying I'd love to fuck an identical twin sister. Should she exist? Yeah. So that's not offensive. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see your wife's tits on a different woman. <laughs> Similar tits. That's a compliment. It is, yeah. I can see the I can see the guy's point, but yeah. yeah, getting annoyed and wandering off. Having an identical twin, like sort of that you're close to, like that, like if you're dating their sister, can come in handy. Like, let's say you've got a wedding to go to, and your partner is seriously ill in bed. You're like, oh, I've got to go to the wedding. Take your sister. <laughs> Are you writing a rom-com? <laughs> this is the parent trap. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, bit more advice because Adam's on pit <laughs> fucking fine form. Wag wag lids. I'd like to stay in. This is from John. I'd like to stay anonymous as a few <laughs> friends of mine listen to the pod. All right, you fucking pussy. I've been sleeping with a girl I work with for a month now. Uh, just for context, she's just got out of a four-year relationship. Everything is going... I don't know what that's going to do with it. <laughs> context, we didn't leave. Just for context, she's Jewish. Uh, uh, big girl. <laughs> Just for context, uh, everything is going great. However, when we have sex, I struggle to finish because she's Jewish. No, I'm joking. Sorry, I've ruined it. I've ruined it. Everything is going great. 
Stewart. However, <laughs> fucking massive. I'm not into it. I don't know why I keep fucking up. I don't know why I keep doing this myself. I'm really not attracted to this woman. And I'm an anti-Semite. I don't know what I'm doing. I like skinny Christians. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, everything is going great. However, when, whenever we have sex, I struggle to finish. I can finish no problem if I'm having alone time. Mate, if that, if you just described a wank as alone time. Oh, my God. And during sex, I can stay full mast. Oh, my God. You're a paedophile. That's the problem. <laughs> She's starting to worry that it's her. What should I do? I want this taken seriously, this one. <laughs> I think he deserves it. You know, because he can stay full mast during alone time and with his friend. Um, I, don't, I don't really know what to suggest. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I have this problem when I'm drunk and women are always fucking whinging about it as well because women take it as an insult if you can't come. They're like, oi vey. <laughs> well, one time I ended up with friction burns on me cock because the woman wouldn't leave me alone. What? <laughs> so, we, we were having sex, right? And I was drunk and I couldn't finish. And she took that as, we'll see about that. Uh -oh. Okay. And she just wouldn't stop. She tried fucking everything. She was sucking like a Henry Hoover. She fingered me. She... Rode me as much as she could, and nothing was happening. Did everything just dry up? Did you not like? Did you run out of hydration? I just, I, sometimes when I'm drunk, I just can't come. I'm personal. Oh no! It's not that I don't. It's not that I don't want to come in you. I don't want to come in anyone. And I said that to her. <laughs> Is it not more like you know the physicality rather than than the intent? It's not that you don't want to. It's just you can't. Yeah, can't. Can't. That was a journey, that one. Lad. That was a journey. What did she do? Wank you off with sandpaper? What happened? How did it get? Well, she was. Just, she fucked me for so long that you know you get friction means. Did you consent? Are you admitting some? Are you having a flashback? Are you alright? I didn't it tell her to stop. It sounds aggressive. It was, but it can't. It can't have been enjoyable for anybody at that point. No, she was just very determined. Oh, it was like what. getting a Chinese burn on your cock. She sounds thorough. She was. Wonderful woman. <laughs> Have a word pot at gmail.com. Like Let that. us know who you are. She likes a challenge. Get some lube. Um, I don't know what you're gonna do here, man. I don't know what you're gonna do. What, 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 gonna, what are you gonna do with this? Can't the one who can't finish. I've always had the problem the other way. I've got an idea. I get excited like Sorry. <laughs> I've got an idea. I actually didn't last very long with my wife the last time we had sex. This was such a treat. I was like, no. <laughs> Apologies. I've got an idea. Go on. Before you fuck her. Oh, no, I know where this is going. You're going to say knock one out? Yeah. Right. But you come in a receptacle. Oh, no. Keep oh, that no. the side of the bed. Oh, no. You're fucking the dark. Jesus. You're not going to spider man her. Adam, you're a yeah. serial killer. <laughs> Are you a serial killer? I'm a serial woman pleaser. Seriously, as soon as you say receptacle, yeah. you're going to kill people at some point in your life. Get the Tupperware out. Receptacle. Quietly. <laughs> Pop it like it's hot. <laughs> what? What? What's in the tub? Oh, well, this is where your Turkish friend could... A little bit of garlic meal. 
Can I have extra garlic mayo in a small receptacle, please? <laughs> yes, if you but like. You don't need any mayo. You come into a cup, for example, or a pot. Any receptacle will do. Pot? Right? <laughs> like a porridge pot? Like a big fucking you know, casserole, casserole dish. <laughs> you come into a pot, you fuck in the dark, and then when you're sort of bored of trying to come, Salt you go, oh, I'm going to come, I'm going to come, and then you just fucking chuck it on it. You're like, there you go. You're going to need to keep it warm. Yeah. How are you doing that? Just on a low heat. Mm. Get a microwave for your bedroom. <laughs> yeah. I explained in the ping. <laughs> Did I just hear a ping? <laughs> yeah, I'm really horny. That's when you know I'm at full mast. <laughs> no, because in the microwave, with you come, you put a rustler's burger, and then you split it when you're done. Romantic as well. You're covered in cum. Have a chicken burger. And if that guy's a bigger lad... The, the idea of the Russell's burgers on the way might do the job for me. <laughs> it might as well. Maybe you don't need to be thinking about a woman when you're trying to fuck. Half Maybe you Russell's need to be thinking burger. about your dinner. Yeah. Yeah, think about Russell's burgers. Let us know how that goes. I am looking <laughs> for... the next Russell's ad. <laughs> just full sex. <laughs> Seven o'clock at night on TV. <laughs> trying to try something different in the bedroom tonight. Let me just get the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me it wouldn't work. I, I, I won't. I will not. It's not my job to. Should we do a have a word and get the fucking? Do you reckon if you? Oh, sorry. Put cum in the microwave. It would. It make would curdle. It fertile. No, it would curdle for sure. Not like in the shower. Do the same kind of thing. Oh fit. No, it's just <laughs> like what? if you I just um... learned so much about your shower. <laughs> no, you know. Oh, you poor mother. <laughs> fit. What's these stains in the shower? Um, I think it would curdle, yeah. I don't think the consistency when you heated it would be good. No, but I, that's not what I'm really asking. If I was to come in a in a pot and put it in the microwave, As if and, then, and then I sort of slung it up a woman, you'd have a Chernobyl could she kid. Get pregnant? He's just lost two Belfast dates because <laughs> of this conversation. He's down to seven. No, although is this an urban myth when it's airborne? It kills the sperm. Is that true? No, it's got. They've got seconds. Seconds. You've got to get it in the microwave. Really depends quick. how how long do you think his jet is? We're like, <laughs> well, apparently legendary. <laughs> when it's like full, the, like the fucking Piccadilly line. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah, I don't know. Either that or I don't. Let's you know the spill me dicky line. Have you had a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, one more. Also, so weird of that guy to like get in touch with you for that. Yeah. As he's just, after she leaves, he's sitting on the edge of his bed like, oh, I need to do something about this. Compose email. <laughs> Such Please don't stop, move. though. Have a word pod at gmail.com. I know we don't take them seriously. And I know some of you are really... Speak for yourself. You know, he's on his way to Curry's right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Curry's and Tesco Express. Sharp. <laughs> Via... And a teapot. Oh, what is it in Ireland? Abracababra. Oh. We don't buy microwaves in Abracababra. What do you mean? <laughs> I was going for the garlic mayo. Oh, Abracababra in the south, and there's a f there's, they're, they're coming into the north. Nice. Nah, if that's not a Come sign on, of maybe progress. Sleeper sleeper about that's not a sign of progress. What yeah. is? Abracababra building bridges, mate. Abracababra is as good as it gets. Garlic across the soft border, mate. Put it in Tupperware. <laughs> Throw up a lid. <laughs> But it's too hot. <laughs> Don't worry, it's infertile. 
Put it on one minute. <laughs> we need to close this off. Um, so, bitching about neighbours, you can choose, Shane. You've been a phenomenal guest. We've loved having you. Thanks for having me. Uh, getting ID'd at Tesco's is one. Um, lady in the gym is two. Or we've got bitching about the neighbours three. Where would you like to go for this? Have a word. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Two, please. Go two. Oh, no, it's not a lady's gym. It's a boy's, boy, the boy dem at the gym. Can you have a word with my mate? We go to the gym, and when they're, uh, when he, when he's there, he makes a point of being as noisy as possible, oh. grunting like a pissed-off walrus in mating season, and throwing himself around, acting like Billy Big Bollocks, like he owns the place. To make it even worse, he started with the juice a few months back. That's steroids, guys, if you don't know the uh, industry. Obviously, I do. He, uh, he started on the juice... And it looks like he looks like a shit overinflated balloon animal that you see at a kid's party, making it look like he has bought all his clothes from Mother Care on the closing down sale. Me and a few mates have tried telling him that he is acting and looks like a knob, but he just smirks and thinks we're all taking the piss and actually that we're jealous. Please have a word. Once again, lids, keep up the good work. The grunting, juicing, knobhead mate at the gym. During the Edinburgh Fringe one year at the gym, there was a guy same same day, same time every day. I was there, he was there, and he, he was a big guy, and he, he used to squat every day and say his own he had headphones in, and he was a big guy, definitely on the juice. And every every time, every time he was doing a rep, I'm assuming his name was Richard because every time he'd do a rep, he would go Richard. Every time, Richard, just a big grunt of Richard. Might have just been his favourite king. Richard. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow, yeah. Which one? First, second, third? Well, he wouldn't yeah, call him Richard if it wasn't the first, would he? Right, Richard the Richard first. Richard the yeah. first wasn't known as Richard the first. Oh, Richard on Richard, the peck Richard deck. Was oh, King Richard, Richard the third. Yeah. King Richard the second. Then he would be saying Richard the second. Yeah, that's true. That is a... Uh, that is psycho, isn't it? Yeah. That is... All, all, all the grunting type stuff I, I I hate. Slamming down weights, all that kind of stuff. I don't yeah. lift weights heavy enough to make a noise when I drop them, but <laughs> I, I, I hate all that stuff. Yeah. 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 What, what's your opinion on overzealous tennis players? Yeah, it's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. It's oh. become like a thing. It's like you want to be the loudest one. You want to do it's 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 it doesn't it make adds sense to the atmosphere, though, doesn't it? Sounds like a dump valve. It's just ah! A ah! Ah! right. Like I'll, yeah, I, you're making it sound more sexy than it is. It's more yeah. fucking. It's that's Sharapova. That Maria Sharapova. Yeah. But when Tim Henman does it, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I I only make noise during sport when I box. Like, yeah. That I don't box. Hez, hez, but if I did, hez. I would do that. Do you box? No. Right. I go around the house. That's what I do when I'm working out what room to go into. In between. Hez, hez. No, no. You see, you're you're going old school with the hus hus. Oh really? Yeah. That's like, a, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's all with speed. Like you can't. My man with no teeth trying to call yeah. his dog. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta end this podcast. <laughs> we're gonna end this podcast. In places, it's been as good as we've ever done. And in other places, I've looked around and we're all we all looked at each other like, <laughs> come, come here, Fido. Yeah, pow, yeah, yeah pow, yeah. pow. Oh, that'd be great if you were so good at boxing, you could make your own 
to, to annoy your competitor. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. What? <laughs> well, they do trash talking, don't they? No, but like, no, but needling by like, a, mwah, yeah. Mwah. yeah. Be mad to just like Richard. <laughs> Richard. <laughs> Fuck Richard. Dick. Not you. Fuck Manny. off. Flaps, I reckon. Flaps. Moira's like, gooch. Would it not be better in a fight like that to just act a bit mental? Yeah. That's what you're gonna have to do against a ten year old. Yeah. The number one boxer in England. What? Tyson Fury. Little bit. Little bit unhinged. He in does the, some in mad the, stuff. Yeah. There's yeah. some showboating. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. but it's always. It's like I've seen showboating before where it's, it's very he, high status. He, he, he plays weirdly low status, doesn't he? On some of the on some of the fucking around. My my mate Paddy Barnes, Olympic bronze medalist, had his first pro fight in Belfast, a couple of thousand people at it, thing was televised, big deal. Fought a Bulgarian journeyman who the pluck didn't work, guys like late thirties, no one had heard of him, terrible record. Paddy's like it's brilliant, home city, first fight after the Olympics, go, going pro. Starts a fight, Paddy's trying to get his shots away. The guy just tries to grab him. You know, that's such an annoying thing of watching boxing. Guy just keeps grabbing him. In the first round, Paddy goes to hit the guy. Guy gets Paddy in a fireman's lift. Walks around the ring once, with pa and Paddy's tiny. And Paddy's like, you know, like if you were lifting like an angry wee man away from like a... Paddy's still throwing digs. The guy goes, uh, fireman's lift, walk around the ring, and then just walked out. Mid-fight, the guy just walked out of the ring in his gear and out of the exhibition centre. And that was the that was like the fight. He lifted him up, walked around the ring. Lifted him up on a fireman's <coughs> lift, walked around the ring. Had a once, mental breakdown and just walked. And and left. Paddy's like he walked out of the arena in his shorts and his boxing gloves, and no one that they'd never heard from him again. I, honestly, I would I would give so much money to be in the changing rooms when the promoter comes in and goes. I don't know what's happened. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really sorry. He came with great recommendations. <laughs> what the fuck? Who booked him? He just left. Crazy Yevgeny. Scare the shit out of your opponent. You've got to back it up, though, haven't you? I've said this to boxers before. If, if, I, if I was fighting with a professional boxer, I would. you've got to play mind games. I would just start something that really gets him thinking and distracts him. Like, I'd say, like, here, did you... You got that email earlier, didn't you? <laughs> And, then, and, and and leave them to it and then the next round when you get close you go I don't think it's anything to worry about in the rear yeah, yeah. and then and I then just dropped me I dropped me guard and me like hang on fuck off yeah oh hang on <laughs> the prince and the same offer the remember yeah. you used to offer the chin make out? it look like they're getting like someone's coming from behind no, there's no rule against that tricking your opponents into thinking there's a your finishing move invader. microwave you will come up <laughs> The mic row wave. It's your own cum. Your own warm cum. Yeah. There's rules about that. <laughs> I mean, if there's not, there should be. It's got to be a certain temperature. Have you seen Adam Rowe's finisher? I don't <laughs> think you want to. Let's hope he doesn't do it with a 10-year-old. Um, I think that was good. <laughs> Ladies and gents, this has been a podcast. Wait, I, I have something for you guys. No. Yeah. Because yeah, because yeah, I, uh, I I really appreciate you having me on. It's been a fun day, me traveling over Liverpool. So I, I just I, I brought you some gifts. That's great. No, we can do that. Before we do that, can you just tell all of our listeners where they can find yeah. you? Liverpool one, <laughs> yeah. wandering about. Some just great, dead happy. Great stores, great shops. Um, I am going on like a UK Ireland tour. I am doing hot water. I don't have a date confirmed, but I think it's going to be September. Okay, kind of time. But but where where do socials? all your dates get listed? Oh, just the, the web. <laughs> What's your website? Shane Todd. 
I don't, I don't know if I still own the domain. But just <laughs> Shane, Shane you, got, you know what to do. Can we find Shane? Yeah. Shane Todd Comedy. But honestly, I think I stopped paying GoDaddy for it. <laughs> I bet you it's not there. So your Instagram is Shane Todd Comedy. Shane Todd yeah, Here, I, I genuinely... Uh, yeah, look, look, look. I didn't... Yeah, shows. That's January 2021. Yeah. Oh. Just like, you know, Instagram, Twitter. What are they? What are your Bebo. handles? Just Shane Todd. They're all they'll different. all be they'll Just be in the, they'll be in the episode when Just Shane's nah, name comes up. Shane Todd comedy on Instagram. Shane Todd comedy on TikTok. Twitter. Just say Shane Todd. Absolutely Just search brilliant. Shane Todd. That's a best pleasure. Way to say Thanks it. for coming over, man. Okay. Can I give you guys some gifts? Yeah. yeah. You like that I've done this? Yeah. yeah. Now let me just say, all sourced in a different shop. Nice. Okay. That's a nice touch. Last time we got given gifts, it was from an SO garage. So like. I got gas in store like SOs at Tesco's. I'll shake you up and explode like Mentos and fresh Coke. So, Finn? Hello. I actually, like, I've met Adam a good few times. I don't know Dan, but Finn, I don't know I don't know you at all. So I went quite neutral on this. And just, I just got you a pick and mix, mate. That is fucking class. There you go. Now, I don't know what you're into specifically, so there's like a medley. There's some good bits Is there a there. yellow belly jelly snake in there? There's snakes in there, yeah. But that's, that's for Finn. These are mine. Uh, Dan, hi. Um, the only thing I really know about you, apart from being a stand-up, is that you always, you always wear a hat. Yeah. So I went to just like a vintage clothes shop in Liverpool, and I shut just, up. I just got you uh, what I thought was just a nice-looking baseball cap. Uh, thank you very much. It says Mondial. Uh, it's like a Belgian thing. Uh, Price cut tag on it. I love, love Belgians. I love Belgians. Eight quid. Oh, mate, thank you so much. No worries. And then. Adam, appreciate you doing my podcast recently. Yeah. So I got my mate to make this. So close your eyes. So now you can you can put this up whatever way you want. You can frame it. You can do that sort of thing. My mate Tony, aka Talisman T, made this. You can put that up in your in your bathroom in your house, something like that. Fucking sick. He drew, he drew, he drew that for you. So. Finn, Shinness. you've got that's amazing. Can you share the pick and mix? Finn, come on. Yeah, Finn, too, sure. Come on. Can I right, have a little bit? Right. I like yeah. quite a few of them. That's Shout phenomenal. I'm not lobbing it because the it. lid's going to come it. off. The it. lid is going to come. We know lids. Come on, I'll catch right, it. I'm going to try and do it. Catch so. it. Dan, I'm sorry. I had such a weird shape in your head. Oh, I think it really suits me. <laughs> I think it looks good. Look at the teeth. While, while these are eating sweets, I'm just going to do the featured artist of the week. Yeah. Um, so, audio listeners, you'll hear a song at the end of this. This, this week's is from Finn Forster. Um, it's called Stay Right to the End. Finn is a Patreon and he supported UB40. How cool is that? What? He supported UB40. Can I just say, brown dolly mixtures are fucking horrible. Am I going to get any? Yeah, when, you can have brown dolly mixtures. I, I, I don't think so, those. I don't think the colour changes the flavour. Oh, I don't know. No, the orange ones taste like orange. Same with wine gum, so do you think really there's a big difference? In no, it's like Smarties, isn't it? It's only the orange one that tastes of something that's not chocolate. Yeah. Podcast gone to shit. <laughs> I've got two dates. You know where to find them. So is he. Same. Arena show. Love you guys. Come to the arena, you know. Anyway. Love you. Appreciate it. Shane Todd, legend. Thanks for having See me. See you on. in really Belfast, man. It, guys. Yep. Can't wait. September 3rd. We'll see you all. <laughs>